You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. You, you, you know what you are? You're a popcorn salesman. Worldwide Sports Radio presents the, 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 the home stretch. All right, let's hit the field. With, with, with Tyler and friends. Yellow! Welcome to the home stretch. I am your host, Tyler Harrison, and uh, this show is very, uh, what's a good word, unique today, because I, I never thought I'd say these names in a sentence together here. Errol Marks is our producer today. Speedy Speedy has to go do whatever Speedy does on Fridays. And Rodney Harris of Behind the Barricade has graced me with his presence. Yes, I did, sir. Now, sir, let me just say this. I, I've i reached out to you months ago when I got here, and you're a very hard man to catch. Yes, I am. I'm very busy. All right? I'm, I'm, I'm all over the place. I wouldn't say very busy. I'm all over the place, man. You'd be surprised. You need to check my check my, check my my schedule. I'll tell you. It's, it's pretty rough. It's pretty rough? rough. Pretty rough. But I'm here. I told you I was going to. When I find time, I'm going to come in. Even if it's for an hour, I'm going to show up. I told you. No, I, and I appreciate that. I appreciate that. You are not my father, but you know no, what? No, I'm not. I'm not your father. <laughs> I'm not the father. But, uh, <laughs> so, listen, I know this this show is going to be all over the place, and uh, I am very pleased to have you here, along with Errol Marks, who's not listening. Yes, I am. I'm actually posting things right now as we speak. <laughs> no. You know. Because uh, somebody who runs his own show does not do that, so I'm doing it for you. I, I do it afterwards. Okay. Well, afterwards is not before. So I like to do it before instead of after. But I have other things to worry about, like topics. What type of underwear are you wearing right now? Are you wearing uh, uh, boxer shorts hates. or uh, briefs? Briefs. Interesting. <laughs> but they're, they're the... That explains the, it. No, but they're Rodney, the... Rodney, that explains the, it. They're the spandex ones. That explains it even more. <laughs> Spandex. What? I'm a little confused. Are you the kind of guy that subscribes to MeUndies? Like what? Commercial, that, that commercial they have on the radio? MeUndies. Uh, the, the silly commercial with the cartoon guy. The, the Are you going to be like Junior right now and, and, and try to make a reference that no one else understands? No, okay. Errol left. Errol, I think Errol left the commercial. Yes, yeah, so I, I know exactly. I know exactly what he's talking about. Oh, uh, I've, I've never heard of me undies. You said yes. It's actually it's it's going big, man. It started back in like 2017. That's what you she can said. subscribe to get underwear sent directly to your. Home. I could see Tyler on the Flintstone. You ever see the Flintstone commercials? I'm a Flintstone kid. <laughs> hey, I was a Flintstone maybe, kid. Maybe yeah. he was I had a gummy bite. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Hey, I can see you. I can see that. Tyler with his smile. <laughs> Remind me again why I wanted you here. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm loving it. I'm loving it. All right. Um, All right. Just don't say you want it that way. Mm? No. Well, I could sing a song tonight. I might just do that. Hey. Mr. Big, you want me to sing? <laughs> he wants me to sing Mr. Big all the time. I because sing it once. That's the only. Song I know, but that's uh, no. I get that, but we sang. I want it that way the last time. I know we did. That's why good. I just said it now. I thought not for nothing, but for an impromptu and an impromptu song. I don't know half the words. 
we did not bad. I think we did a good job. Yeah, I think and we, we did. can't sing. It's not like we're going to be on American Idol. But I well, thought we did I am a pretty good job. Well, I'm not a singing type, but uh, yeah, I, I put up a a good uh, show. Yeah, I did. We yeah. did. I was here too. <laughs> And okay. I also helped sing. Uh, yes, you did. Yes, you did. I Scared hope, me away I a little bit, Anthony but yes. Carragher is listening because me and him were singing last weekend. It was pretty funny. Oh, what, wait, what was the song? Under the Boardwalk. Oh under my the boardwalk. God! Could you imagine Rodney Anthony Carragher singing Under, under the, the Boardwalk? boardwalk. How drunk was he? No, he actually wasn't drunk at all. <laughs> it was actually pretty funny. Really? Yeah, he wasn't drunk at I all. I couldn't. I couldn't imagine. You guys should do that on your show. It might not put me to sleep. Oh, man's throwing stuff. Are you awake enough to watch our show? No, it's on Sundays from two to four. Yeah, cheap plug. I know, but you know, I put it on work, and the whole we all fall asleep. Oh, you but all under the boardwalk, huh? Oh man, that's sad. You missed a great show. You're missing some great shows, man. Doing big things over there behind, behind the barricade. <laughs> it should come yeah. through, yeah. Mm. <laughs> no, I, yeah, listen. You don't want me there. You, you don't. I, I, real quick, I know you, that you you don't like talking wrestling when you're on that show because you're oh, you're a little what's the word? Oh my god! I couldn't imagine. Oh my God! Oh man! Yes, oh, I was singing this. You sound like you should be a, like a gospel singer. Hey, listen, <laughs> take me, I'll take you to church. Listen. I was about to say you sound like one of those the, that the church going type. Yeah, you know what? I've done the church thing. I'm still doing the church thing. It's not too bad. Pastor, uh, Pastor Rodney. Hey, a lot of people call me Brother Rodney because they think I'm like a reverend. Well, you uh, are a brother, that's for sure. Yeah. Just don't be taking nobody in no closet. <laughs> whoa, whoa. If I had a problematic light to hit right now, I swear I'll press the button on you. What is wrong with you? Don't take nobody in no closet. Listen, man, I heard about you pastors, all right? You're, you're always a little... Whoa. No, brother whoa, Rodney. Whoa, whoa. Brother, brother Rodney. Whoa. Testify. Listen, let me tell you. Let me break, oh, my brother. Let me testify. break it up to you. All right? Um, now, I normally don't do this because I don't like disrespecting anybody's religion or any church they go to, but mm-hmm. there's different levels to all that. You go to a Baptist church, you might find a pastor sleeping with your wife, but if you go to any other church, <laughs> it might be something completely different. Right. <laughs> I'm just telling the truth. That's just the truth. Preach. Oh, matter. Man. Just saying. Oh, let's Can I get an that. Amen. Amen. Well, <laughs> like, let's, let's jump into now that. We're, now we're, now we're talking about amens here. Uh, I don't know. You are <laughs> amen. I am a man. You that's got, for sure. You got to change the description, Harold. <laughs> Talking about church today. Uh, religion. Well, uh, oh, Lord, testify. It is Easter Sunday. You know? It is, it Easter. is Easter, yes, Easter Sunday. Yes, it is. It is. It is. It is. Are you going on your Easter egg hunt, Tyler? Um, I got not, an egg already. Could you imagine you Tyler watching going my show Easter egg hunting? And go Easter egg hunting instead? I couldn't imagine Tyler going Easter listen, egg hunting. Listen, I told you this. I'm going to eat some do, ham. I'm going to listen to your show. And I'm going to go on a nap. That's what I'm going to do. All right. You can go do a nap. Tyler, we do a lot of things on my show, man. You're missing out. You're missing out. Your brother. show. We do. We do. It is Carragher, your show. Carragher always says it's his. Oh, God. Now he's starting trouble. Well, we co-created the show. All right. Let, let's get into the draft let's, here, Let's please. get into the draft. Uh, please. All right. So, being that... I'm surrounded by two. I, I don't know how you are, but one Jet bias fan is enough. I am not a bias fan. What? I am not a bias fan. You think Sam Donald's the best quarterback coming out of that draft? He is the best quarterback that no, came out of that draft. That's all I need to know. Uh, so, that's all I can tell you because that's a fact. 
Why? Because you saw Baker Mayfield last year throw more yards and more touchdowns because he had a better team around him, and he played in more games. So I don't know what you're saying. And I and by the way, Baker Mayfield has probably the most talented team around him this year, and we'll see how he does when he's under pressure with a rookie coach. We'll see how that works. When you have guys like Odell Beckham and Landry calling the ball and you still have a good running game and you're still going to have all the different weapons that you're going to have when Kareem Hunt comes back after eight games. I think it's going to be something that you're definitely going to have to watch. And Baker Mayfield is a very cocky person just like all the other guys. And I want to see what this locker room is going to be next year when you have all this talent and all that testosterone and all that testosterone (laughs) in a room when you have a rookie coach who's never coached in an NFL game in his career. Can I explain to you why you're wrong? Okay, let's hear this. All right, so Baker Mayfield, not once, Mm -hmm. but twice, walked on to the college campus. Oh God, are we talking about this? Earned the starting job. This is ridiculous. What do you mean? Uh, This is this is to me is just ridiculous. Even getting into conversation about Baker Mayfield, it really it it, to me. But no, but hear me out here. So you're talking about a guy that has, and first of all, the only people that complained about Baker Mayfield coming out of the draft, it wasn't Oklahoma. It wasn't coaches. It was lazy analysts that said he's the next Johnny Manziel because they had nothing on him. And agree, uh, listen, well, there was only that one arrest a- video is the only thing that he's ever had. The only one analyst that I see really go after him that way was Colin Cowherd. So, right. And Baker Mayfield went on a show. And him. Uh, as far as I saw, everyone was like, Did you, I, No, that Johnny Manziel thing on this him. network was pretty big. Oh, no. Listen, well, I'll tell you this. A lot of people were saying he's a can't miss talent. Like you, if you pick him, okay, you got a talented guy. If you don't Agreed. pick him, you're gonna miss that weapon that that can come out of that that can play quarterback for you. But the way the NFL is changing, not meaning to cut you off, Tyler. The way the NFL is changing, does he fit the mold of this this generation's NFL quarterback? Of course, mobile has a strong arm. That's what most of the quarterbacks drop are it in today. a mailbox from about fifty yards away. But. We see true quarterbacks that win Super Bowls are very educated. Cannot most of them are not very mobile. They're very good pocket passers, and most and of them are quiet. Most quiet, of them are quiet. Quiet and great. Tom Brady's quiet. quiet. Tom Brady became not quiet after his like third Super Bowl. He became the cocky person that he yeah. is. But his first, Cock? his first. Oh yes. Oh, he's arrogant. Oh, he's oh. an arrogant man. He is a very arrogant man. I don't. He knows anybody. how good he is. He him. wouldn't be playing because if he, he wasn't beats arrogant. You twice a year. That's right. <laughs> How's that he's, arrogant? He's a, no. He's an arrogant man. He he absolutely is an arrogant man. Now, does that make him a bad person to be arrogant? No, but Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield hasn't won anything. For the fact that you're talking about Baker Mayfield and, and your thir- top 32 quarterbacks this year and you put Baker at second makes absolutely no sense because Baker hasn't done anything. He hasn't he's won anything. He's going to do it. Oh, yeah, he's gonna do it. He's yeah, going he to better do it. do it because he has the most talented team around him, probably one of the most talented teams we've seen in probably 10 years. So if he doesn't do it with this team, boy, oh, boy, he's going to be attacked all season long. So he better produce. He better produce. The biggest question for Baker Mayfield is can you be a leader in that locker room and control those two? He will not be the leader. He's got got he will not be the leader. Out there at raw receiver. Are you kidding me? Landry is a prima donna. How? What has Jarvis Landry ever done? Period. Oh, okay. So and Odell's the most unfairly criticized wide receiver we've ever seen. So you're saying Landry? His words. What what are his actions? Do you not see the antics? The, the, the Dancing in the end zone? Co- openly talking about how bad your quarterback is to the press. Who? To ev- 
Odell, he did not just sit there. Odell's at ESPN. defending Eli oh, for the past oh, four years. Did he not defend Eli in that interview with ESPN? Absolutely. Sat say, oh, he, you know, I'm, I'm not getting the ball, so um, maybe we need to make a change. Maybe, maybe it's Eli. Everyone keeps looking at me like I'm the bad guy. Was he not the guy a day before a playoff game going to Miami drinking, hanging out on the whoa, boat? Whoa, whoa, whoa! The whole receiving core went. Oh, the whole, the whole receiving core went. But he's yeah. the top receiver. On no, that he wasn't. Team. Wait a minute. Was he Victor Cruz top? was the leader of that team. Was he Victor not? Cruz was supposed to do his job and guide Odell. Who was sitting right next to Odell oh on that yacht boat, buddy? Goodness gracious. Victor Cruz. The whole receiving core went, but the whole receiving core didn't drop five passes in a playoff game. Nobody played well. The only one that played well, ironically, was Eli. Your top receiver on that team, you're going to look at me and tell me it was Victor Cruz? Or you're going to look at me and tell me it was Odell? Odell's your Talent top receiver. Talent-wise, it's Odell. When Eli's dropping passes in your breadbasket, you got to catch those balls. I don't give a damn if it's negative 100 outside. Well, uh, listen, we agree receiver. on that. The ball Odell didn't hands, show you up. you got to catch it. Uh, agreed, but Odell didn't show up. But what you're talking about is something that happened on Tuesday and blaming him for something that happened on Sunday. Well, maybe if that he doesn't make head, any sense. Maybe if he didn't have his head in on a boat in the yacht on Tuesday and had his head in the playbook on Tuesday waiting to get ready this, for a playoff This is game. ironic. So on Tuesday, are you prepping for your show on Sunday? You're damn right I am. <laughs> Every day? You're forgetting. All day. You're forgetting. I do a wrestling show. Wrestling is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and sometimes Thursday. So guess what? You have to prep for all those days. If right. you yes, don't, you do. if you don't think you don't think Jarvis Landry, if you don't think Jarvis Landry is a cocky person and he talks and he talks, you have to watch Hard Knocks last year. Adam Gates. He, he is he is an absolute Just lunatic. Ask Mr. Gates. He's Go a Adam lunatic. Gates, I, you want to talk about arrogant Go people? Adam Gates got the job for the Jets because he's no discipline. He's no nonsense. Adam Gates has got no problem being a prick at all. Adam Gates is going to coach. Why, now, now you wonder, That's Bill Belichick. And well, agreed. you wonder why he got the job in New York. Now, I, listen, I like his attitude. Ask him I like him. I like Kyle me Shanahan. He watched Hard Knocks. So if I'm looking at his attitude the way he was with Cleveland. Man, what was going on? And now you're head? adding his best friend, who, by the way, is another guy that wants to catch the ball. And he wants to have most of the catches. And by the way, when he was traded, he asked for a bigger contract. So you're, you're going to see this over and over again throughout the season. When these guys are trying to make the most money, these both both these guys are going to try to outdo each other on the same field. And Baker is going to have to control both of them. And by the way, still run the ball with Cream Hunt and Chubb. Cream Hunt's not going to. Uh, Cream Hunt is going to come in after the eighth game suspension, and he he's, he's a backup. Um, he's he's going to back up. Nick um, if you think if you think Kareem Hunt is going to eventually back up Nick Chubb, well, I like Nick Chubb. He's not Kareem Hunt. He's not. Kareem Hunt is one of the top five best running backs in the league. He is not backing up what? Nick Chubb. He is. Go look at the numbers. What? I can name five off the top of my head. Oh yeah, who's better than him? Give, give me five. Saquon Barkley is the best running back in football. Really. He's not the best running back in football. No, he's not. Saquon Barkley's not the best running back no, in football. No, Gurley is. Yes, Gurley is. I, if we're, for, and don't, if, if Le'Veon, don't give me stats. If, Le'Veon if you're going to give me if stats. If Le'Veon Bell agreed. played with Pittsburgh, he'd agreed. be the best running back in agreed. the league. Agreed. That's why I'm not blaming this on stats. Saquon Barkley has more tools in the closet than both of those guys. And he's younger than both of them. More tools than who? Gurley and Bell. I No, he doesn't. 
Le'Veon Bell does. I think so. Le'Veon Bell does just as much as uh, Saquon Barkley. I does. like Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell to me is one or one A. It depends on how he shows Le'Veon up. Le'Veon Bell had four hundred and seventy-two. Le'Veon Bell had four hundred and seventy-two catches two years ago. Well, we can't Agreed. throw we can't throw Le'Veon in that conversation because he did take that year off. Yes, right. He that's what I'm saying. But he still good, he might have did himself a service by taking that year off. Less contact to the body. He probably bought himself an extra year or two. Agreed. On his I I completely agree with so you. It's okay. I like Le'Veon Bell. If he would have gave me five seconds to go through my list, Le'Veon Bell would have been second or okay, third, depending on how I remember. Keep going. I'm, I'm like when the list starts. Uh, so there's Bell. Then you got Gurley, right? Who- how could you put Saquon Barkley after one year number one? This is the problem with you, Tyler. This is what gets me so heated up on you. Because every single time you put Baker Mayfield as a number two quarterback We're talking this about year. And I don't care. You He played one year, and you already put him as the second best quarterback that's this not, year. That's not what the list was. What was it? It was my projection on after next season, where they'll be. And Baker Mayfield this That's year, not what you said. What do you mean? That's you not what you said. speak. I did the list and you heard Bar- You said that. That's- you heard Barkley. Not Barkley. Donald at 19. And you're like, Baker better not be higher than 18 or 17. He shouldn't be. He shouldn't be. And even with the team that he has right now, he's not going to be. And you think there's no pressure on Donald this year at all? Not at all. You're out of your mind. Not at all. Not at all. all. What are you talking about? New coach, new defensive coordinator, new team, new scheme, new new everything. And Baker doesn't have that? Uh, Baker's got a bunch of talented players around him. He ain't Olivia Vernon. Their defense. uh, I don't care. The talent is there. The The Jets Jets don't have a brand new head coach. The The Jets Jets don't have anywhere close to talent. The only player that has pressure on him from the New York Jets right now is two of them. It would be Le'Veon Bell. Yep. And, it would and be Jamal, Jamal Adams. Adams. That's right. it. Those two have That's the it. most pressure on them because Jamal's the leader of that defense. And Tremaine Johnson's got to show up next year. Too. He will yes, in he that did. in yes, that defense. I agree, but Tremaine and Johnson looks like a bad – I don't think it's a bad contract. But it's not. If from Craig the outside Williams, looking in, you can make he, that argument. He I do Williams, not think it's a bad contract. Greg Williams, you're going to see a big change in a lot of these guys. Oh, a big change. Mostly, Leonard, Leonard Williams, you'll see a huge change in this year. He, a lot of ones was breaking my heart. Yeah, He was breaking my heart. He's going to be a completely different defensive player this year. But I'll tell you this right now. The problem with you, Tyler, that gets me heated every time I do this show with you is that you put a guy as a top player after one year. I beg to differ. I love Saquon Barkley. He grew up a Jet fan. I, I respect the guy. I met him. I met him before the draft. I met his father. His father's a huge Jet fan. The funny as hell. bigger than your head. Funny as hell. It, it, both guys are funny, and they're very nice guys. Humble. But, they're both humble. So is Sam Darnold. Quiet. They're very, very humble. Now, Saquon is not quiet. He's funny. He's a funny, but he does it nonchalantly. He, you, if you ask Saquon Barkley, you ask him a question, he'll answer it to a T. He's not going to beat around the bush, as Odell Beckham did, as all these superstars do. The problem with you, Tyler, is you look at a player after one year and you say, oh, he's the best player in the league, or he's the best running back in the league. Oh, he, he had a great season last year, and now this year with the team that they have, he's going to be the second-best quarterback in the league at the end of the year. Let the, let the game progress. To me right now, you look at the quarterbacks and you look at the running backs that have done it year in and year out. Le'Veon Bell, yes, he's been out for a year. He's done it year in and year out for five years straight. He's been the best running back in the league. Todd Gurley, he's done it for three years. He's been a dominant running no, he back. Hasn't. Yes, he has for three years. Yes, he has. He's been in the league for four, right? This year, he's been it for four years. His rookie year. Uh huh. Last year. That's three years. Forget- That's three years. Okay, but then you're gonna forget the. The bad year that he Yes, he had a bad year. Yes, okay. his his sophomore year he didn't play well, and that was because of the was scheme. 
And the scheme. And the scheme. Fisher didn't know what the hell he was oh, doing. Oh, no. He didn't know what to do. With All right? right. So he didn't know how to use them. So That's fine. But why is Barkley... When you look Kareem at Hunt is a to top five running back in a league. He is absolutely a right. top five running back in a league. So who is better than him? Who? Who? Who's better than him? Who? Kareem Hunt. Who's better than him? Go look at the numbers. Wait it's a minute. Crazy. So you're gonna take a guy? Yes. Who has not had the impact that Barkley had last year alone? Really? Uh, oh my God. Kareem Hunt's been in a league for how many years? Three. Four? Two years. He's two years. Kareem Hunt in two years. L- listen to these numbers. 27 games, 453 attempts, 2,151 yards, mm. 79.7 mm. rushing per guard, 4.7 a carry. 4.7 a carry. And his longest rushing yard is 69, and he had f- 15 touchdowns. And by the way, last year, he missed the last six games. So last year... At his six, when he missed the last six games, he had 824 yards, 4.6 a carry, and he had seven touchdowns, and he missed six games. Imagine if he would have. Oh, if he played oh. for those six games, if and he Patrick played, Mahomes gets zero credit for that. Patrick well, Mahomes, when when they lost Kareem Hunt, when they lost Kareem Hunt, were they the same offense? No, Mahomes struggled. But you're gonna tell me Kareem Hunt. Okay. But no, that means we don't trust your running back. We're going to Saquon was a first-round draft pick. Kareem Hunt was a third-round draft pick. So what? What do you mean, so what? It's what a huge difference. What do you have to do with how Saquon Barkley performed last year? Because I'm telling you how talented this kid is coming out of the third round, and this guy is easily a top-five running back in the league. And to tell me that Nick Chubb, when this guy comes out of his suspension, is going to be his backup, it's a joke. It's a joke. This guy is going to be the number one, and Chubb will be the number two. That's a guarantee. A guarantee. You're right. talking about one of the most explosive players in the NFL. You sound like a hypocrite right now. It's not a so hypocrite. You're talking about Baker Mayfield being a leader mm-hmm. and trying to control Njoku, Odell, and Landry. No. And when a guy comes back after being Don't even put Njoku in this conversation. Why? Because Njoku hasn't done anything. David Njoku is... The best a huge part had. of the offense. Man. Yeah, he was the best receiver they had for the last couple of years because no really Landry was last year. Right. Well, uh, excluding Landry, the first year he was there, that's all they had. Really. Yeah, he only had right. four touchdowns that year, yeah. and he, he if you look at Joku's with you numbers, throwing him the football, what happened? With you throwing him the football, he had four touchdowns. Yeah, but and Joku hasn't really proven anything yet. I want to see him do it. It, week in and week out for a full season with the talented team around him. He's not going to want so, the ball. Well, he's not going to get the ball because he's going to have two guys screaming for the ball and trying to rip Baker's head off. And if that doesn't happen, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, when they come into the game, they're going to be demanding the ball too. I want to see what a rookie, a second-year quarterback is going to do with a rookie coach when these guys are calling at the line of scrimmage plays because of all the talent that they have on the offensive side of the ball, and they're going to be calling for plays, and they're not going to be touching the ball. I can't wait when they start losing. So you... You, when they start losing. So you don't want the quiet, non-troubled running back. You want the guy in a locker room that you think is going to have turmoil issues. You want a guy coming back after an eight-game suspension for pushing and kicking a girl in the hallway. That's your starting running back? Absolutely. You lose gonna, your job by week 10. Really? 
Absolutely. To me, if I'm your general manager and you're coming to me saying, Tyler, I don't, see nobody from the I'm Browns. worried about Tyler, my rookie quarterback. I'm worried about Odell and Landry. I'm worried about Tyler, them being headaches. Tyler, but the headache that's coming back, that's going to be your starting Tyler, running back? Tyler, the second best offensive player on that team when he comes back is Kareem Hunt. Odell Beckham's one. He is two. We're not disagreeing with two. his talent. You just told me you're worried about Baker Mayfield being a leader, and then you're going to get a headache behind him? Mm-hmm. That's setting him up for failure. Well, I'm going to tell you right now. I think they set him up for failure because well, he wanted his hold coach. On, hold on. He wanted this rookie coach. But was Kareem Hunt a headache on the field or was he a headache off the field? Yeah, off the field. He was a so, good team. Oh, the, biggest, the biggest headache that he has is standing right but across the But you brought up him, Odell's off the, the field antics 20 minutes ago. Also, I'm bringing up his on the field antics too. I told you his actions speak louder than his words. With Odell, it was on the field and off the field. If it was just off the field, we could sit here and say, you know what? This has nothing to do with football. But at the end of the day, it had something to do with football. All the kicking, the screaming on the sideline. The, the uh, I'm like, because he wanted ball. to win. Yeah, I understand your passion. That's wonderful. That's but positive, is it not? Putting out there on the field. I understand Eli was not good enough, and the offensive line was not good enough for him to exploit that and use his energy to make that happen. Right. But there's other ways to channel that, man. There's other ways to do. Other way, you have to figure it out. You're a grown man. This is not time to act like a baby, kicking and screaming. I just That's why you got traded. I can't <laughs> sit here and listen to, to you tell me that Kareem Hunt isn't a top five running back in this league. He's by far a top five running back in this league. He could be even a top three running back if you look at his numbers in the two years He's that he the best play. receiving back in football. What happened? He's not even the best receiving back in football. He could be. He could be. If he could be. Li- 15 touchdowns. Dude. He could be. Dude, this guy... Is as explosive as any running That's back great. in the league. So is Alvin Kamara. What are we talking about here? Fifteen touch, dude. Fifteen Jeez. touchdowns in twenty-seven games. I agree with you there. Alvin Kamara pretty good. Pretty Christian good. McCaffrey's pretty damn good too. Christian, yeah, he don't get no love though. See, this is why we're Christian. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey. <laughs> just well, listen, but Christian McCaffrey's good, but he he dis- he disappears in some games. Right, he disappears. Him in and some- Cam to me Ka- are a bad mix. Kareem but Hunt his does not disappear. Kareem Hunt doesn't disappear in games. If he's on the field, Pat he's, Mahomes he's is better good. quarterback than Cam Newton is. Cam Newton is an MVP, just like Patrick Pat- Mahomes. Yeah, they both won the MVP. They both won the MVP. You right. can't honestly sit here and tell me that Cam Newton isn't as talented as Pat I Mahomes. I like Cam Newton. Cam Newton's a very talented quarterback. I and understand if you look that. at his numbers last year, they're not far-fetched for being an MVP candidate. I like Cam Newton. Cam Newton, to me, is a top 13 quarterback in football. But top Patrick 10. Mahomes is arguably, talent-wise, based on his arm alone, people are saying he's got the best arm How many years seen. has he done it, Tyler? What the hell is with how people many how many years, years has he done it, Tyler? How many years? Le- Hold How on. many years? How many years did he do it? One. But he said one. He learned. Uh, we're talking about it. Now let's just go back to so what wait, we talked. If you're Baker Mayfield, how many years did he do it? Over Patrick Mahomes. How many years? One full year. Now, let, let's just go back in time. Saquon you're Barkley. Ken how many years did he do it? One full year. One full year. Now Patrick Mahomes. How many years did he do it? One full uh, starting year. Okay, so there you go. You just I just named it three guys that you have put. In the top of their league at their positions, and all of they played in this league combined. is combined is one full year. So you're taking. Cam I'm talking Newton about over Patrick Mahomes. What happened? Are you going to take Cam Newton over Patrick Mahomes? He's more consistent. All yes. Experience. More yeah. consistent. He's more consistent. Yes. I want to see Pat Mahomes do it now that the league knows how he plays. The league knows him now. I want to see him do if it. If you're next building year. a team and a general manager comes to you with a blank check. And says, sign Cam Newton or Patrick Mahomes to I'm be your I'm taking the younger guy. I'm taking the younger guy. That's the only reason why. 
taking the younger guy. All right. But that doesn't mean that what he's not. Is, that doesn't mean that Cam Newton isn't isn't as talented as Pat Mahomes. I didn't say that. But, I said Mahomes is better. No, I didn't say that he's better. I said I would take the younger guy because if I'm looking at my team and the growth of my team, I'm taking the younger guy who's under contract and I don't have to pay. Cam Newton's making a hundred million dollars. And what do you think Pat Mahomes is going to get? Oh, he's going to make the a lot Chiefs more money. The Chiefs are already that, talking an extension with him. They're not going to have an extension in least in, in least two more years. At least two more years. It's going to be a record breaker. And, and, and Kansas City does anything to do that now? They're idiots. Tyler, I think that we need to we need to judge some of these young guys based off of a three year based off that rookie contract. Let me see what your well, contract. Well, Zeke's better than Kareem Hunt too. Then. And I don't like Zeke. I want to see one after your con- rookie contract. Numbers wise, numbers wise, he's not. Numbers wise, he's not. Zeke is not. If you look at numbers, there he's not. Kareem Hunt. I think people forget, and I, I want to get off that because I do want to talk about the draft. This is the problem with people. Yes, he shouldn't be putting his hands on women. I, 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 I absolutely agree with you, Tyler. This is a guy. This is a bad person. He's a bad seed. But there are a lot of bad seeds in the league. Zeke is a bad seed. Agreed. Okay, I, I don't disagree with that. There are bad seeds in the league. Uh, in the league that are getting second chances, or third chances, or four chances. We've, yes, we've seen enough of these bad seeds he come to the league. He should have been out of the league after his rookie year. But Kareem Hunt, the talent, the talent that this kid is. Not speaking on how bad he is. This guy is as talented as a running back as any running back in the league. And he could do just as much as Saquon could do. He could Agreed. do just as much as Le'Veon Bell could do. And that's why when I look at Nick Chubb, and I love Nick Chubb. I think he's going to be a great player. He is. This is going to be his second year, and he didn't even play a full year last year. He came in game six or game five. He didn't even right. play a full year. So Nick Chubb is right, gonna, as a running back. It's gonna as a running back. It's gonna take him a little while to get his edge. And he's also playing with two wide receivers that are gonna demand the ball. When Kareem Hunt steps on the field, he doesn't have to demand anything. He has proven to the league that he is a dominant force on the field. And you got Odell Beckham and you got Landry. When they're gonna open their mouths and say, "Why am I not touching the ball?" Kareem's gonna come out and say, "Well, how many yards?" have I run in the amount of time that I've run? How many touchdowns have I scored in the amount of time that I've scored? That's what he's going to say. He's going to be more well-respected by the, the veteran players of Landry and Odell Beckham than Nick Chubb is. So that's why I think Kareem Hunt, when he gets into the league, when he gets back into the league after the eighth game, he is going to touch the ball more than Nick Chubb because he's more explosive. And that's all I'm going to say about that. I just I I feel like you're having two different arguments with one point. No, I'm not it, making. It, you no. want your first criticism was mm-hmm. you don't know Baker Mayfield can lead, you know these divas on the outside. He can't. And then you're gonna add a diva that's a bad seed behind him. I think they're how all does that divas. make sense to you? What do you mean? How does it make sense? I think they're all divas. Baker Mayfield's a diva, and that's why I don't think it's gonna work. I think too much talent on one team. Oh, how I many, know. How many times? How many times? Besides the Cowboys that won it in the '90s, tell me a team. Tell me a team that had the most unbelievable roster that won a Super Bowl. Unbelievable from top to bottom, defense, offense, special teams. Tell me a team that was going into the season where that they 2000 were, Ravens defense is their offense was not good. No, it wasn't, but the defense I'm talking won that a, Super Bowl. I'm talking about all around. I'm talking about where the you Broncos looked at their, from a few years ago. That defense also. Payne Manning is going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh the Broncos that year did they had Bob a great Miller, second. Akeem Tlaib, Chris Harris. Yeah, but they were fighting injuries that year and their special teams was eh. 
This, this and, and you want to know something? They were not supposed to win, and, and Peyton Manning was not a good quarterback that year. No, he wasn't. So I that, agree with that. I'm talking about going into a season where every single chart marks that you're the best. Talent-wise, you have the best team. Defensively, with the, the additions that they added in the offseason, they have the best defense, uh, most talented defense in the league. It, it's not Who? even a question. Who? The Browns. Oh, I, no, I agree with that. Okay. Garrett and Vernon are going to have 20 seconds. Then, then you look at each. Then you look at then you look at their offense. You have a talented Agreed. offensive line that was so underrated last year Agreed. in the top five. You have they're going to rescind though because Zietler is a huge part of that. Yeah, but I, I don't think it's Corbett's going to take a few weeks to get used to being a starter. I think they'll be fine. I, I'm not they'll worried about that. They'll be fine, them. but it's going to be a slow start. And, and I think with the talent that you have on the outside and the inside in, in the running back positions, you have the most talented team we've seen. The last time I seen a team all around talented as good as this team was the '90s Cowboys, or uh, may I say the uh, the 49ers of the late '80s. Mm. That's a, that's 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 how talented praise. this that's how talented this that's team is. Praise. And and to me, when you see the ta- how about the Patriots? We remember the Patriots when they were undefeated. Yep. That team had the most talented team, offensive, defensively, special well, teams Tom Brady ever that, had. And, that he ever had. Did they win the Super Bowl? No, they no. didn't win. They didn't no, win. Didn't. And and they had an undefeated season going into the Super Bowl. They didn't win. Agreed. When you have this pressure on, and this is a second-year quarterback. Tom Brady wasn't a second-year quarterback. He was a 10th-year a, a quarterback or a 12th-year quarterback when he, he, went to, he went to the Super Bowl with that undefeated season, an undefeated team. And by the way, he had the best coach, probably could be arguably in NFL history. If you, I, I've, it's it's him or Lombardi. I, I've I've argued this point all the time. But nevertheless, you have the best coach. They have a rookie coach that's never Agreed. coached in the NFL. But he's he he never even called an NFL play Agreed. until last year in the I second know. half of the season. And I, I I agree with you. I'm not saying they're going to win a Super Bowl. I'm not. They should, but they're not. They should, but the talent they have, they should. They're not. I don't even. They're going to win the division, and that's about it. But that's I, sad when you when you have all this talent, you're paying two wide receivers, one wide receiver, nineteen million dollars, who wants a contract extension that he's going to pay him almost twenty million, and the other one that's making seventeen, eighteen million. You have two wide receivers making that kind of money, and you're going to tell me what you're going to do is you're going to just make the playoffs and win your division? Well, they're probably going to get New England in the first round. Good luck. I don't think they'll get New England in the first round because if they win the division, they're going to be a top two team. That's not true. They will. They'll be a top two team. I don't know. They will not see New England. The Chargers are going to have a good record next year. You know what worries me about the Chargers is the fact that they lost Tyrell Williams, who it's it's a big loss. It it means a lot on the outside because now you're going to bet you're going to depend on Mike Williams and Mike Williams when they when the ball was depended on him at certain parts of the season last year in the second half. And I know because I had him on two of my fantasy teams, he didn't catch the ball. Okay, and by the way, Gordon, who's a great running back, can't stay healthy. He never stays healthy. And Philip Rivers is getting older. He's great. I think he's he. And last but year, you're he had adding the best, Hunter Henry. That's fine. And you're adding more talent through the draft. No question that you are. The problem with them is they're injury prone. They never stay healthy, and that's the problem with them. And if they have to travel all the way to the East Coast like they did last year in the playoffs, they're not going to win. They're not. They need home field advantage. 
for the, throughout the playoffs if they have any chance of going all the way. I disagree. I think they're better off going on the road. I don't. You saw what happened when they went to New England. Nobody shows up for their home games. Oh, my God. It, it, they they were completely tired. They were jet lagged when they went into that game. It wasn't. That was not the San Diego Chargers we saw Agreed. the week before against the Baltimore Ravens. That no, wasn't. I, I, I completely understand your point, but I would rather have a home game with actual fans. That's it. I, I don't think that if you go to L.A., you're basically having a 50-50 shot of being the home team. Mm. Anyways, let's get to the draft. Yes, let's get to the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, you two are both Jet fans, so mm-hmm. I'll go around the room and ask this open-ended question. All right, before we go into the draft, I had music. I don't know what happened to it. I think I changed it when we were looking. I was looking up numbers, but... I'll get that up in a second. I'll get that up in a second. But uh, go ahead. Uh, I'll let you go, Ronnie. Well, uh, you said as a Jet fan, I happen to not want to see my Jets go defense. I I really love the fact that they want to focus on defense and build around Jamal Adams and those young guys they have on that side of the ball. Mm -hmm. Well, offense last year with Sam Donald. I want to see us get another weapon to put around that young man. We do have Le'Veon Bell. I understand that. But Crowder. I, I, me being an old Miss fan, like DK. So I, You're an old Miss fan? Yes, I am. Is there a story behind You're going to draft yeah. him at three? I won't draft him at three. I have the, I have a vision of them trading down. Trading um, down to where? That's that's a good point. I don't necessarily know just yet. There's only like three teams in the league that could trade up at that point. Like this, Oakland, the Giants. Buffalo, I think that Oakland, Green if, Bay. if anybody is, if it's anybody that's going to do it, it will be Oakland. I want to trade up for whatever reason. So you draft them at four? Doesn't make any sense. But if he's, I'm afraid he won't be around later on in the second round. He's or definitely not no. Gonna he's going to be round. a mid. He's going to be a mid first round draft pick. But if he, if he is, so happens to fall. And they're sitting there in the second round or third round, hypothetically speaking. They got to trade up for that. Do you have a second round pick, the Jets? No, we don't. no they gave it no, up for Sam. In Indianapolis, holds it, right. and that's the second pick in the third. In, in, a, in don't the you have second round, picks somewhere else though. Yeah, in the third round. Third round. Like let's say you might have to trade back into the first round to get him. Like that's how are you going to do that with two third rounds? I, I mean, both thirds and probably a second next year, I guess. Yeah. I wouldn't do that. It's too much. Let's do it too much. It's to get too one much. Guy. Like I don't think his value. They only is have that six much, picks this year. But oh, you got to really mind. play with what you got. I understand Earl's point about going defense, and I love that idea. But just I want to see an offensive weapon be utilized at this pick. But you can't go wrong with any of those defensive linemen you have out there. You know, they're projected, or what did we say they're projected to get? Josh Quentin Allen. Will, well, Josh Allen was one, and then Quentin Williams was another. Yes. A lot of people are leaning more Quentin Williams than Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen, I agree with you, Tyler. Josh Allen is a better fit, in my opinion, for that defense. I, you know, when I watch Quentin Williams at the Combine, I love, I love his skill. He's 315 pounds. He lost 25 pounds. And he ran a 4.85, which is unbelievable at his speed, at his weight. Doing it at that speed, is it's, it's, it's incredible what that kid could do. And he dominated the SEC two years, back-to-back years. Mm-hmm. He's a dominant player. But Josh Allen is a guy that you can scheme in all different ways. You can move him. You can move him in the middle. You can move him on the outside. You could also you could also actually cover too with him. He's very fast. He's got a, a tremendous amount of ability. And this is a guy. Quinn Williams has been hurt the last two years. He's been hurt a couple of games. Nick Bosa is an injury-prone player. 
Josh Allen has not missed one college game in his last three years. This guy is as healthy, and he plays hard. He's He, he plays hurt. This is a leader. This is guy is a born leader. He has a daughter. If you heard the story about Josh Allen, where he's come from and what he has been through, and and really been a walk-on in Kentucky and really developed his skills with a new like coach. Walk-on. What happened? Walk-ons don't matter. Well, he, he's a special player, and he's a team leader. I think he's going to be a big part of that leadership on not, that roster. I, I want Josh Allen. Not to mention 6'5", 262. That's a lot Chip. of big. That's a big boy running around. Chip. And he can, and he can run in a, a four six eight. I think it was. Handwork, footwork. This kid. It, he ran. He ran the forty faster than Von Miller. You Ooh. know what's ironic about Josh Allen? You know what every comparison I hear about him is? Anthony Barr. I think he's better than Anthony Barr. Uh, well, I, I so. think Anthony Barr is overrated, but I think he's better than Anthony Barr. Like Anthony, Anthony Barr, Barr is not going to be. Anthony to Barr. To be honest with you, I think it's a godsend. I think it was a good. Oh, thing for absolutely, because he saved that money. And they have $29 million on the cap next year, and they have another 25 going on the cap next year. They'll have close to $60 million, and they can get themselves a, a big number one wide receiver and add to the pieces that they need in the offensive line. I think and number be a, one wide receiver is already in the NFL. I, I told you guys I, I don't expect him to be a Super Bowl contender this year. Next year I expect him to be a Super Bowl contender with the money that they have and the pieces that they can add to this team with the, the ability that they have. I, I like Josh Allen at number three for the New York Jets. I, I agree with you with I, if I'm the GM, I'm making a call for Allen. A lot of people complain he doesn't have any moves or anything like that. But to be honest, what with do you, you need a move for? <laughs> right, when you can blow by the guy, it's Von, Von Miller doesn't have that many moves either. No, he so doesn't. he learned the spinning move. Right, his second year of football, he learned right. that from who? Demarcus Ware. Demarcus right. Ware taught him it. So, so I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about the skill set. The defensive coordinator can teach you that. That's part of his job. So I'm not really concerned about that whatsoever. Um. Ironically, though, I think that the New York Jets have the pieces already in place. To, they're not winning the division this year. Their they're schedule year is they're their, year away. It's hard. The schedule's hard. This, but they don't play. They don't make a real road trip till like what week seven. Yeah, but it, it, they're not. They're not even traveling. I think the furthest place they're traveling this year is Cincinnati. They're right. not traveling to the West Coast it's this funny year. Funny you just brought that up because I think AJ Green should be the first call the Jets make. Well, here's the problem. Well, A.J. Green will be a free agent next year, and I do believe that A.J. Green will be available at the draft. The problem is the Jets only have six picks. I don't see the Jets trying to trade one of those picks or one of the third picks, third-round picks that they have to get in A.J. Green. I, I think they can wait until next year and get A.J. Green. I think the well, Jets are a year away. They're a year away from being a well, Super Bowl contender. Well, I think this draft is deep enough and wide receiver for you to get a wide, one of those good wide receivers out There's of the third round. There's a lot of receivers in this draft. They can get somebody in the third round. Yeah, you can grab one of those get good wide receivers. In the third round. It doesn't have to be a superstar. It has to be a possession guy. But it might have to chains. be a superstar because I like you this already kid got Butler. a noon one and you already just signed a slot guy in Crowder. So you really are missing the big guy to go up and get it in the big in your face guy. That, AJ Green checks all those boxes. And Cincinnati's in a complete rebuild mode. They got to build around Mixton and whoever the quarterback's going to be. I've been saying AJ Green since last year, but the problem is, is I, off those injuries. there's no many, there's not many draft picks that the Jets have, and I don't see the Jets trading anywhere any of these six picks for AJ Green. So I don't see it happening this year. Next year, I believe the Jets will absolutely go after AJ Green. Absolutely, absolutely. I would, I would rather trade for him now because if AJ Green balls out next year. 
you're going to be paying him a lot of money. Oh, he's only he's going to be 32 next year. He is going to be 32 next year, but you're going to have to if he gets hurt this year, give or him, he misses a couple games. I give AJ Green 10 million dollars 3 years, 30 million dollars. If you look at what um what's his name again from the Giants got uh Sterling Shepard. Ster, uh, not Sterling Shepard. Um Odell. The 31-year-old that they signed from um Golden Tate. Golden Tate got a 30 38 AJ million. Green's more talented in his yeah, wrist than Golden Tate. I understand that, but Golden Tate was overpaid. Agreed. He was overpaid. AJ Green's going to get overpaid. No, I don't think so. I don't think anybody's going to overpay him, and I think AJ Green will go to a team. You don't where think he New England would call him and overpay him? Uh, New England is not going to overpay him. No, New England never overpays a wide receiver, ever. They just paid ever. Demarius Thomas yeah. for one year. One year for how one much? Year. For how much? And let's not forget. Two million? Two million? Yeah, Two million. Hold on, though. It was like a sneeze. Let, let's, let's, I'm not. <laughs> He'll disappear. Let's agree. I don't think he'll even play till week nine. But this is New England's kind of in panic mode. They traded for Josh Gordon. I love Josh Gordon. I think he's a top ten talented wide receiver. Then you made that trade. They were in on Odell. They were in. At least that's they, what they, they say were they were. <laughs> they were interested in the Antonio Brown thing. They Pittsburgh wouldn't even return a phone call for obvious reasons. They were in on. They're in on receivers. They know Tom Brady's got maybe tops four or five years. Let's just four or five years? He what, are you nuts? He's 45. He's not, he doesn't have four or five years because you saw – listen, right. I think Tom Brady – Realistically, two or three. I think, I think two years at most. At most. But New England's going to, for the next two years, fill that roster with talent. They're going to. This year, you're going to see draft, draft, draft. Next year – They got 12 draft picks. Right. Six offense, six defense. I'll say it now. But you're going to see New England eventually either trade or sign. They're going to get Tom Brady a playmaker. And A.J. Green might be the discounted guy that they get. They're not going to get A.J. Green. AJ Green I, they're not going to pay him. They're not going to pay him $30 million for three years. They're not going to do it. New England doesn't do that. They draft the wide receivers. They do draft Look the what they receivers. gave Julian Edelman for the extension of his contract. Right. Edelman's getting up there in age two. He's he got $28 million. 28 for four years. They are not going to pay A.J. Green three years, $30 million. The Jets, I could see the Jets doing that. I absolutely see the, the Jets doing that. Patriots are paying extra like $5 million just I to don't. take them away from the Jets? I do not. I do not. And A.J. The Green... Jets are notor- the Patriots are notorious for taking Jets. Yeah, well... They only signed Tim Tebow despite the Jets. The Jets are missing three pieces. They're missing a wide receiver, right. a number one wide receiver. Tackle. They're, they're, they're missing a tackle, and they're missing, I would say, another corner. Right. That's it. Maybe a linebacker. Ah, uh, their linebackers are stacked, dude. Yeah. They, they're stacked. I like Darren Lee. I like Darren Lee a lot. They're Thank stacked. you for Demario Davis, by the way. As a Saints fan, we love him. Mm-hmm. Love they're him. stacked defensively. No, I I, I agree. I their front seven is really good. I I mean, and if they get Josh Allen, they'll be scary. Oh, yeah. They will be scary oh, on that line. Man, Greg they Williams. will be scary. You got Greg Williams leading the helm. Oh, oh watch out for Bounty Gate. That's gonna. That's gonna. Goodness gracious. That's gonna. That's that's a scary line if you put Josh Allen on the end. On the edge I don't right think there. He, I think you're going to do a 3-4, and he's going to be one outside rush. That's yep. Well, they'll, put, they'll, use, they'll use Leonard Williams on the outside in some of the schemes. He already said that he's going to maneuver 3-4 four to 4-3. Four, he will use 4-3 schemes just as much as he does for 3-4. Right. He's going to throw teams off defensively, and they have the ability. Well, you better hope so. And remember, the Jets are the third youngest team in football. So they have the ability to do that with their youth. And they'll be able to use their speed and their agility. The only thing that scares me about the Jets is Marcus May. He needs to stay healthy a whole season. Yes, that is true. They, he needs to stay healthy a whole season. If he stays healthy a whole season, they could be very, very scary. Yeah.
Defense wins. I'll tell you that, that the Jets are always and the, ja- the and the Giants are drafting a quarterback. I'm telling you oh, right now. Oh, stop! They are absolutely you, drafting you, a quarterback. You have to. in their There's top three not picks. Even a franchise their guy top three draft. picks. What do you mean? There, this this draft, and I hate when I hear this from people. This draft has a lot of talented quarterbacks in the draft. They're sure. not. They're not Spotified like. Like you, Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield and Josh Rosen and Josh Allen. They're not spot or Jamal. Uh, J- um, Jamal. Uh, whatever. Lamar, talking about Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Yeah, they're not. They're not. They're not the centerfuge of those guys. But they've got is, Locke. Locke is a good quarterback. This is. A, this I, I is, think Locke's the best quarterback in the track. I, 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 I love. I've been saying this over and over again. I, I love. I, I think Kyler Murray is going to be a good quarterback in this league. Love him. He's explosive. Reminds me of a faster and more athletic Russell Wilson. I- I'm telling you. He's got the ability. And-, and by the way, Baker played in the same offense as Kyler Murray, who had better numbers last year. When you compare their numbers in college well, one was to the in same coach. And one wasn't. No, I'm talking about when they were with the same coach in the same offense, in the same scheme, with just as much talent as both. Who had better numbers? I mean, I'm assuming your answer is Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray had better numbers. And they both Heisman Trophy winners. That's true. So, and Kyler, and look how successful Baker Mayfield has been. And Kyler Murray, Apparently he's more. Apparently hasn't been successful at all. Kyler, Kyler, he is a, he's a successful quarterback. And by the way, I was one of the only people in this studio, in the, on this network that thought Baker was going to be. I thought Sam and Baker were going to be the best quarterbacks in that draft. I said it. I said Baker and Rose. I, I said Baker and Sam. And I'm going to say it again. It's going to be Baker and Sam. And I, I like Rosen. Josh Allen. I like Rosen. And I, I think all four, all five of them are going to be successful quarterbacks. Uh, but when, I, when you talk about elite, Sam and Baker are going to be the elite quarterbacks in that draft. And we agree. So, Except Josh Rosen's name will be in there too. I don't think so. I don't think he's got the head on straight. I, I don't think, I think well, can he's... Can you blame him? His no, team no, gave up I'm not talking about right. Arizona. I'm just talking about his... I think he wanted to be a professional tennis player. I really do believe that. He comes from a very wealthy family. But you're going to take a guy that was signed by a baseball team. Who are you talking about? Kyler Murray. Yes. I'm going to take I'm going to take Kyler Murray for one reason. Kyler Murray really came out and said that he wants to, just like R- Russell Wilson was a second-round draft pick. Right. The Yankees own his rights. Yeah. Now he, now they did, but I think right. who owned, owned his rights? The Rangers. Before. Yes. They drafted him in the second round. Right. Baker, uh, Russell Wilson decided that he wanted to play football. Not baseball. But he still plays baseball. Yeah, just in the summertime with the Yankees. He's not going to play. He's not going to leave football when he's an elite quarterback. And I'm telling you, there's Kyler right, Murray. Proves what if Kyler Murray doesn't turn out to be an elite he's quarterback? He's an elite quarterback, buddy. I'm telling you right oh, now. Oh, but Baker's not. But Kyler Murray hasn't played a snap in the NFL, but he is? No, I think he's going to be an elite quarterback. Yes. I think Baker's going to be an, I said Baker's going to be an Agreed. elite quarterback, too. But I'm just saying, if a guy, if we're comparing Rosen wanting to play professional tennis, which... Is an all-year sport. Yes. Baseball, less contact, definitely less of a grind than the NFL season is. And that doesn't concern you at all. How many first-round draft picks that were drafted in baseball never make it to the major league level? A lot. A lot. How many of them were going to get paid what Kyle Murray would have got paid? How many, how many football players in the first round in the top ten make it to the NFL and start? For the first five years. Most of them. Okay. So, 
That's why Kyler Murray picked football. That's why Kyler Murray is going to love football, and he's going to turn into the elite quarterback that I believe he's going to be. One hard hit, that could change everything. Yeah. You don't Same know thing with Russell Wilson. Made. Same thing with any Russell of those Wilson's quarterbacks. Russell Wilson's been hit, though, and stayed. Yeah. Russell Wilson is not as fast as this kid. This kid is fast. Russell Wilson's elusive, though. So is this kid. I'm not saying he's not, but what I'm saying is Russell Wilson's been hit hard. He's had struggles. Right, we'll see what he can do, but I think he, I think he's, he has the ability to do anything he wants to. He's, he's as athletic as any player in this year's draft. Uh, and I'm not disagreeing with his athletic talent. He's, an, he's probably the best athlete in the draft. That's fine. Y- to me, first of all, let's forget the fact that you're giving a rookie head coach Bill Belichick type power. That's asinine to me. Tyler, do you eat paint chips? What? Do you eat paint chips? What is that? You don't know what a paint chip is? No. Okay. What's uh, that's my case. Go ahead. What's a paint chip? You don't. You never heard of. You never heard of a paint chip? Do I have to Google it? No, you don't have to. Go ahead. But what does that have to do with anything? I just wanted to ask you a question. This is a good question. You gonna tell me why you asked the question? I'll I'll tell you after the show. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> so. <laughs> All I know is you're gonna. <laughs> He's <let> lost. <laughs> I am lost. <laughs> Paint chips. Google it. Let me know. I don't know what the hell this means. But so in all seriousness, let just to go back to your giant thing. There's not a quarterback in this draft. I think that's worth taking. It's not. I take my chance of taking Josh Rosen, who was more. He's more of an NFL style quarterback. How many of these? Elusive running around guys. First of all, how many of them have long success in the NFL? Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck is mobile? Absolutely mobile. Absolutely mobile. He's more mobile than Tom Brady is. Andrew Luck is mobile. He's not Michael Vick. He's not Donovan McNabb. He's not Dante Culpepper. Oh, my God. He is mobile. Andrew Luck is mobile, buddy. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull Andrew up his Luck numbers. Does get around. He no, is a mobile he quarterback. Around. You don't see him running the wildcat or having. I've seen him do it. HB, I've uh, seen him do it. Quarterback options. I've seen quarterback there's, options this year. There's one quarterback in this draft that I always pick that wild card quarterback that might be a dark dark horse that nobody's paying attention to, and that's the Mac player of the year, Tyree Jackson, out of Buffalo, six seven two forty five. Kid's got a strong arm. Has to learn how to stop turning the ball over. But the thing about him he is... He was throwing the ball all over the combine. Yeah, it, it, it was crazy. Was all, it was, and so, but I believe that's why that I didn't like Josh Allen either. He's coachable. You can teach him. Big guy, big arm. He's a backup quarterback as far as I'm oh, concerned right now. At the moment, yes. absolutely. But yes. you can definitely... Definitely a kid you can coach and mold him into what you need, what he needs to be to I like be the kid from quarterback. I like the kid from uh, West Virginia. Career? Yes. I, th- I think I think he's a second-round draft, but he's the guy that I think the Giants should draft in a second round if he falls to the second round. He's which, definitely going to be in the second round. I don't know. Some people say he might be a late-round, first-round draft pick. I see four if, quarterbacks in if, the first round. If Greer falls to the Giants, I draft him. If he's sitting there where the Giants are drafting, you draft him at 36, 38, wherever they're drafting him. I think he he fits perfect. Well, that's fine. Well, the second-round draft pick, you don't have to, you're not obliged by anything. What do you mean you obliged? Tra- He's so your franchise quarterback. If you draft in him second in, round? in a second round, he's a franchise quarterback. He's a, safety, he's a safety valve. Safety valve well, to what? If you draft a quarterback in the second round, that's why the Jets have been getting shots out with Hackenberg. You draft a quarterback in the second round, that's your future quarterback. If you don't, if he's not your future Where's quarterback, Hackenberg? 
He's not playing in the NFL, and that's why McCagnan has he been taking. That's why McCagnan has been. Everybody's been taking shots at Mike McCagnan that you draft a quarterback in the second round, and he's not your franchise quarterback. Every single quarterback that was drafted in the second round in the last ten years were franchise quarterbacks. Go look at the numbers; it shows you. You draft a quarterback in the second round, that's your franchise. Absolutely, you give up a second Will, round draft pick to a quarterback. Will Greer, if the, if he's there in the second round, fine. But if you trade for Josh Rosen, I'm still going to put They're not my drafting chips in the Ro- They're not trading for Josh Rosen. Josh Rosen's going to the Redskins. Ooh. The Redskins said they're not even interested in Josh well, the Of course Giants, they say that. Well, the Giants were flip-flopping. Of course they say flip-flopping that. Flip-flopping their interests. Uh, now I heard that they were interested in Daniel Jones out of Duke. Like, uh, we don't know what I like Daniel Jones. Uh, I like him a lot. Good, well, solid great pro day. Great this pro is what day. I'm going to call now. Washington trades up with the Tampa Buccaneers, and they take Dwayne Haskins right in front of the Giants because they think they want Haskins. That's what I'll say right now. That's why I don't believe Rosen. I think they're going to get Haskins. We'll see. And Haskins might even fall. Haskins is falling. He's falling out of the top ten. He's falling as we speak. Yeah, he's falling out of the top ten. He's not a top ten quarterback. Every day he's been dropping. He's not going. Locke is going to be drafted in front of Haskins. Oh, absolutely. Locke will go ten. He's going ten. The Broncos. He's going to Denver. Maybe a lock. He is a lock. He's a lock. He's a lock. If he's sitting there at ten, he's locking. Now you, you and Junior should do a show together. You guys with the puns and the quick oh, witty. God. Yeah. Well, well hey, he's you. your boy. He's a good, of, man. A lot of solid. Who? Junior. <laughs> yeah. I like his emotion. I, I like that. What emotion? He's got a lot of emotion. He looks like he's got a deer in headlights look every time I look at him. So do you. No. <laughs> my brain, my brain is always. But there is, your brain is all over the place. There is a lot of solid quarterbacks that are very coachable in this draft. I don't see a lot of guys that's too outspoken, or too that you can't sit them down Stop. and really have a conversation with. Them. I don't want to hear the word coach. You know who's coachable? Who? Dak Prescott. I'm not drafting Dak Prescott to lead my team. Why? Why? Is Dak Prescott uh, is a it's very below successful average quarterback? Below average, he's very successful. Are you kidding me? Dak Prescott's been a very successful quarterback in the two, three years he's been in the league. You're going to tell me that he's not? What has he won? He's won more games. He's won more games than Carson Wentz in the playoffs. That's he's won. Carson he, Wentz hasn't even played a playoff snap if you really want to get. And you want to know something? He's a better quarterback than Jared Goff, too. Agreed, but I don't like. We, we agree on this. I don't like Jared Goff. Nice. I think stinks. Goff and Trubinsky are insanely overrated. Dude, listen to this. This is how good Dak Prescott's been in his three years as a quarterback in the league. It's ridiculous. 96 rating, 975 completed, uh, 1,475 attempts. Here's it. 10,876 yards in three years and 67 touchdowns to 25 interceptions. Those are pretty good numbers, my friends. Pretty good numbers. Pretty good. 67 to 25, and he has 10,876 uh, yards in three bad, years. His first bad year was last year. And it wasn't even a bad year. No, it wasn't even a bad last year. Last year was better than the second year. Last year, Without he had Zeke, he almost, mightily. Last year, he almost had 4,000 yards. He had 22 touchdowns with a passing quarterback rating of 96.9. Who was he throwing the ball to before they traded? Nobody. Cooper? Nobody. Nobody. Uh, it was but Dallas this guy, was, this guy's a real quarterback. Wait, I don't but know hold why on. He was that. struggling until they got Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper helped the Cowboys just as much as the Cowboys helped Amari Cooper. My point Fair is, enough. my point, my point is, 
Dak Prescott is a very good quarterback, a great quarterback in this league. Great? Yes. Oh, my God. He's not an elite. He's great. He's but great. You say don't tell me about coaching. Numbers. Numbers don't. Everybody don't needs, needs to have a head no, coach. No, I understand everyone needs to be coachable. Oh, and there, that's and, not and what By I'm the saying. way, Jason Garrett is the worst coach in the NFL. Yeah, so he's But if help. you're going to – if that's what his – what's the biggest pro this guy's got? Well, he's coachable. Oh, God. Okay. That Whoa. coachable – you know what coachable means? Minimal talent, but we can coach him to fit a system that will help him a look like a million good, bucks. And what system would you fit? What? What any fit? system? Well, really? I want to comment on that. I, I don't know about that. Because there have been some quarterbacks who've been decently successful who probably shouldn't have been in the league that long, but lasted a long time because they were simply game managers. And you want and me to name? Some of them won Super Bowl. And, and some of them were on the Jets. Brad Johnson <laughs> won Super Bowl with Tampa Bay. Wasn't the greatest quarterback in the world, but John Gruden can look him dead in the eye and say, "I need you to do this." And he Agreed. did it. Trent Dilfer won a so you Super would draft, Bowl. Wait, you would draft Brad Johnson in the first round? Who said I would have to draft him in the first round? I said that this draft has a bunch of quarterbacks yes. who are very coachable. Never right. said what round they should go. I said that this was a full draft. But the there argument here is, is that, that the there are in the two first and second round to draft the quarterback. There are two elite quarterbacks in this year's draft, guaranteed. Guaranteed. And Kyler Murray is one of them. And you can you can argue Dwayne Haskins, Locke, or somebody like that is going to be an elite quarterback in this league. Kyler Murray fits the, like I said, it's the, most, the the generation of quarterback is changing in the mm-hmm. NFL. Little mm-hmm. guy, little guys, big arms, they can move around is the mold for quarterbacks. Or big guys that can move around out of the pocket. Cam Newton, Sam Darnold, Josh Allen. These guys can but run the, out of the, the pocket the, and make plays the on the little, run. The world for the little man is now starting to open up in the NFL. Mm-hmm. At the quarterback position. Yeah, and the we, position. we can thank Drew Brees for that. But yeah, anyway. You know, be honest, yeah, and he's not even a running could. quarterback. This no, guy just not. He's a pure pocket passer. Who's accurate as hell. Who's accurate as hell. He is the best pure thrower of the football we've ever seen. Thanks, Drew Brees, for laying down the path. Thanks, Russell Wilson, for walking through it. Yes. Because if it wasn't for Just like Tyler likes to lay down the pipe. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Too bad the pipe's not long enough. (laughs) If it wasn't for those two, we wouldn't have that age of a little quarterback. (laughs) But guys... That is it for me for tonight. Oh, man, yeah. We, we do have to go to a break, Tyler. You know what they say. Good <laughs> good help is hard to find. And Lord knows I can't find it. So, thank you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. See, oh. you come on this guy's show. You do him a favor. I, wait, whoa, 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 Hold on. Hold on. You see this? Wait, you see what I get on this? Hey, you see what I get this? Hey, Mr. What's the word? Damn, I forget. I wasn't talking to you. Oh, I'm about to, I'm like, I was talking to my loudmouth producer over there. That, that's who I was talking guy. to. Loudmouth producer? Is this the same guy that came in, too, to help him out? <laughs> yeah, he did you a favor, too. <laughs> that's why he's eating paint chips. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'm, really I'm going to figure out what this paint chip thing is d- during the break. Oh, you know the first time I ever heard that was in Tommy Boy. That's right. Just think <laughs> oh, about Just think about Where are you Chris selling Wally's the um, car insurance? No. What was he selling? No, when after him he was, and David Spade. He was cow tipping, and he got up with the mud all over his face. And then David Spade, you said you ate a lot of paint chips as a kid, didn't you? <laughs> he goes, "What? Uh-huh. Why? Why? Yes, that's 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 where uh, I learned what that meant. Uh, well, uh, well, I'm gonna Google it, and chances are. 
I won't like what it means, but I don't really care because I'm I used hope to David it. David Spade's listening because I use that term. He uses that movie a lot. Who? Mm-hmm. When people that can sell things, like he can sell a pop, check out, catch up popsicle to a woman in white gloves. <laughs> I use that all the time. That is probably my favorite line ever in that movie. I was like, wow. That's man, a good that's line. A it's a pretty shame. damn good line. That's a good line. And man, I tell you, what a great movie. Yeah. No, it's you a shame. You could have played Tommy Boy. Yeah, damn you right. You could have sold those brake pads. Yeah, he, yeah I could have. Yeah, he, he does work for a car dealership. You do. I mm. do. You need a Hyundai? Oh, <laughs> hey. I was trying to sell yeah, something already. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I oh, can sell man. a uh, ketchup popsicle to a woman in white gloves. Okay. Okay. Mm. I have a lot of respect for salesmen. I do. Uh, it's hard. It's, it's not, hard. It's not an easy job. That's, that's what that's she tough. That's a tough task to do because you really got to sway those people. As small you as shut the pipe your is. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for the home stretch. We're all going to go home now. <laughs> well, thanks, people. We'll see you next week. Um, yeah. th- in all seriousness, thank you, Roddy, for coming down. Uh, I've no been problem, trying brother. to. I've been trying to get you down here for quite some I'm time. I'm going to be down here more. I'm going to try to get down here as much as I can. I know I'm. I'm very busy. Uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> don't believe me, but I'm definitely going to try to go down here more after after our show and. Trying to stay in studio with you, just chop it up. Chop it up. But we we talked about this draft thing. We four twenties tomorrow. Chop it up. No, I'm not chopping nothing up for four twenty. But I'll tell you this: <laughs> for the draft, I was serious. If we want to do, if you want to do a show for the draft, I am doing a live um, show for the I draft. I'm off on Thursdays. So why don't you, you come in? Welcome to come down. I'm, I'm thinking I should. That was he doesn't know it yet, but his show is going to be significantly Wait, short. It'll be next week. <laughs> yeah, next Thursday. It is next. Next Thursday. Thursday. I know. It's the next two Fridays has just been crammed for me. From rehearsal dinners to well, you get to meet dinners. Junior on Saturday, you know, on on Thursday. Oh, joy! And you could sit on his lap. <laughs> no, Junior's got to sit on well, his listen, lap. Oh, actually, Junior I don't sit on men's lap. That includes Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute! I've ho, seen ho, the photo ho. of you. You're the guy at the mall. (laughs) 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 Oh, on that note, I'm out of here. I'm leaving. Oh, man. You know, there's a a reward for you. You you, you wouldn't sit on Santa's lap? Or the Easter Bunny? Hell, I never sat on Easter Bunny's lap. You know, Easter Bunny used to freak me out as a child. Okay. Does your wife know this story? Oh, she knows I'm scared of multiple things. I don't like kangaroos. I'm petrified. Oh, they'll kick your teeth down your throat. I'll bet you five <laughs> Charlie St. Nick. Hey, Rodney, you want to oh. suck on Sayers Lollipop? No, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, oh, I don't want to be his little helper either. You're checking it twice. <laughs> oh, my Who's naughty or nice? Claus oh. is coming to, to town. town. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Tyler. You better not cry, you don't Tyler. You let the pipe down. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> pipe all right. Someone's got to get. Down. Someone's got to take the uh, bourbon away from Errol's seat here. Ah, uh, ah. Uh. I hope get you don't. Get I hope you don't make uh. those noises at home. Are you choking? Go, ho, ho, man! Watch out, Jamana. I guess he's. Practicing. You get it. Anyway, I'm thank you, Rodney, for coming down. Uh, there is an open seat. You're more than welcome to come tomorrow. Uh, not tomorrow. Next Thursday for the NFL draft. It's Absolutely. Going to be. Absolutely. I'm definitely gonna. Psst, I'm staying for the whole first round. 
Mm. He doesn't know it yet, but I'm staying for the whole first round. Okay, good for you. Now let's go to break. Anyway, <laughs> thank you again for coming. When we come back, um, I will continue to get my uh, you-know-what ripped apart by Aaron Barnes. Absolutely. And um, <laughs> yeah, oddly, I enjoy it. I don't know if that... You enjoy getting ripped up? <laughs> That's disgusting. Wow. <laughs> now I got to stay the hell away from you after this because I'm starting to get worried about you, Tyler. Oh. Next on the home stretch. <laughs> it, it, it's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Radio Network. It is. And, and, and now the baseball team. Little League. Fantasy League. We are back, back, back with the home stretch on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Hello. Welcome back to the home stretch. I'm still here. Um, I do eat paint chips. I'm gonna I'm gonna go over this right now <laughs> because let me tell you something. To work here, deal with him. Deal with Guido. Deal with Speedy. Well, just deal dealing with, with Guido. Just dealing with Guido. I'm gonna I, I, actually let's let's get to that in a second. Mm. Um, but first, I think you have something to say because I, I don't. No. Yes, 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 yes. I want to give a shout out to the Tampa Tampa Bay Softball League. Uh, yes, and and by the way, uh, you can reach them. What are you looking at? You're looking what? At, what I'm pointing at me. What are you? Because I'm the reason this is here. All right. So why don't you why don't you do the introduction? Well, no, 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 no. Because you, why don't you, you do the introduction? No, no wanna, you got it. No, no. I, I no, think no, no. You like to be the star. Go ahead. Uh, no, no, no. I, I want to see. Oh, no, I, I, I don't I know think, what to say. What do you mean you don't know what to say? I, 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 I'm uh, my paint chips are calling. Hold on. Well, hold on one second. You said you know you said that you were all about it. So no, I said that it's me. I'm all I'm right. the catalyst. A- as you know, James Gordon. I want to give a shout out to James Gordon, uh, Dennis, DJ Gordon. So uh, if you want to follow them, all you have to do is go to TampaBaySoftball.net. And uh, you can follow all their softball leagues in Tampa, Florida. Over 5,000 uh, f- uh, baseball, softball players in their league. You can definitely check them out. And uh, they also have a radio station out there, a sports radio station. So you can check them out. Um, I will get all that information as we go further. But you can check them out at TampaBaySoftball.net. It's Tampa, T-A-M-P-A-A, T-A-M-P-A, Bay, B-A-Y, softball. Net. I just want to make sure because some people no, don't some know. some people you know. can't spell. Yeah, right. so I'm trying to help everybody out so you can check them out. Anyways. Lord knows the people that listen to this show can't Absolutely. Spell. So um, my, let's just – so the paint chip thing, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I will admit that I probably did because to be as right as I am all the time, oh God. there's something, something clicked something in my brain that just no one else has had. So maybe I ate a positive paint chips. You are one sick person. You know that? No. You are. I didn't know that. Well, I'm giving you that tip. You are a sick person. Oh, a lunatic. You. Lunatic. Yes. I would say gifted. Gifted from what? To be, I'm like Nostradamus. As in? Always right. You're not always right. I, I am too always right. You are always wrong. It's like I see the future I would, before I would, it happens. I would put you as one of the almost wrong people here at the studio, if you want me to give you advice on that one. That's impossible. Why? There's Mikey C. There's you. There's Mark Salino. That's three people right there that I'm more right than. No. Okay. Speedy. Caps. Dude, you are I'm, no way close to more right than I am. So I and I look at statistics as a stat. Uh, a as stat, a stat. Good job. As a stat. And you want to know something? Sports is run by stats now. 
everything is run by stats. Statistically, everything is speaking. When you look at baseball and objectives of OBS and home runs and, and, and batting, batting average and home runs mean absolutely nothing in baseball now. Do you know that? Batting average means nothing. I'd agree. It, it's on-base percentage. And uh, what's the other one? No, it's like OBPS or something yes, like that. It's it, combined it, of slugging. It, it, and, um, slugging average. percentage and really on-base on base percentage are the most important uh, statistics in right. baseball. And DRA plus. Yes. yes. That's it. Right. So it, it's all about stats now. Even in basketball, it's stats. Hockey, PR. stats. Hockey not, is stats. That's not true. Yeah, it is. The best, of, the best statistical team we've seen in the past 40 years just got knocked out in the first round. Yeah, I'm, I'm not talking about teams in the regular season. I'm talking about stats in the playoffs. No. All right. That's fine. Anyways, um, let's finish up with football. We'll get into some hockey. We'll get into some baseball and but basketball. But first, yes. I actually have a question Because we have like uh, 40 minutes left. Yeah. What? We have 40 minutes left. <laughs> do you not know this about me? I don't care what time it is. Well, so, I do. I've got why? things to do. I asked you if you had things to do. You I said no. Have, dude, I have always things to do. I, I have things to do after 10 o'clock, yes. Oh. Yes. Grown-up things. Mm, as grown-up as you have to be, yeah. Oh. Sounds boring. Well, you're a boring person. I, I like to have fun. You're fun? I am a fun person. You'll come out for my birthday, you'll see. <laughs> I'm afraid to come out for your birthday. Why? Why are you afraid? Because I, I don't... You'll have so much fun, and if your girlfriend comes out, she'll have a, have a, have a party. I'll tell you that right. She's now. always a party. Well, she's I a party a by party. herself. Well, you're not a party, that's for sure. I'm, I am the yeah. reasonable one. Uh, you are definitely a reasonable one and a scary one, to be exact. So, thank you. So, speaking of scary, yes. um, mm-hmm. I don't know if it was Monday, Tuesday. It probably was Tuesday because Mikey C was here. So, uh, Guido, who we had mentioned already, as I call him, Putts, mm-hmm. um, made a top ten list of greatest athletes. Or something like that. I listened to what you had to say, and I would still not put Michael Phelps in the top three. It's, it's ridiculous. Michael well, no, Phelps. no. I, I just, because apparently you and Mikey C ripped him apart. I did. And I, I Tiger Woods is not a top five athlete of all time. He's he's in the top ten, but he's not a top. He, is he better than Pele, what, what Pele did and, and revolutionized his game? No. No. Is he better than Wayne Gretzky? No. Is no. he better than Michael Jordan? No. no. Is he better than uh, Babe Ruth at what Babe Ruth did for baseball at the time that he did it when baseball was going, it was falling all apart at, with the wars and everything like that? No. He didn't do that. Tiger Woods helped golf, helped grow golf. golf. And how did he save golf? You have Phil Mickelson there. You have Phil Mickelson there. Phil Mickelson moves the needle, though? Uh, yes, he does. Absolutely yeah. does. He's not as big as Tiger Woods, but he, filled, he, he definitely moves the needle. Absolutely. The only time, and I don't, I don't mean to make negative things, but the only time I remember Phil Mickelson being the – he's always been a top 20 golfer or whatever he is now. But the only time I he's ever remember him – He's not top 20 right now. All time he's not top 20? No, he's not top 20 right now. Oh, oh I don't know. But he's always been a pretty good golfer. But the only time I remember him making national news was when his wife had a – the cancer, and he won that tournament in her honor or something like that. Phil Mickelson has – That's the only time He is always – when I went to the U.S. Open last year uh, in Shinnecock, he was as big as Tiger Woods was over there, as big. He was huge. Everybody was following Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson is a huge – still, that's why he's still on the course. He's nowhere close to – even the same player that he once was, either as Tiger, but Tiger is still he. Tiger could still compete with the best. Phil cannot. 
And that's the difference. Phil Mickelson is playing because of his name and what he has done for golf. That's it. Sure. So, I'm sure he gets paid a pretty penny. Oh, yeah, he does. He makes, uh, I think he makes an average of uh, 12 to $13 million a year just in tournaments. Not talking about endorsements. That guy probably brings in about another 20 So makes a lot of money. Hmm. Mickelson makes a lot of money. Anyways. Um, I think the biggest hoax of that whole thing, I don't care who he had one and two. And I, I don't, like his list to me lost all credibility. Jim Brown wasn't on there. Lawrence Taylor wasn't on Jerry there. Jerry Rice wasn't on there. Jerry Rice wasn't on there. So forget, I, I, his list to me meant nothing once Jim Brown wasn't mentioned. But to me, his list was complete. Do you know what he also told me? He told me that some people would argue that Barry Sanders was better than Jim Brown. And I said, you're out of your mind. Because he says, well, uh, why was Barry Sanders, why do people think that Barry Sanders was better than Jim Brown? Because he was more elusive. I said, right. who said that Jim Brown wasn't elusive? I mean. I think Sanders was a better athlete. Yes. Jim Brown Jim was Brown very was elusive. Running back. He was definitely elusive. Jim Brown was very elusive. Mm-hmm. He wasn't just a power back. No. He was the one that created the spinorama to, to, to beat guys on the end, yep. uh, on the edges. Mm-hmm. I, I'll tell you right now, Jim Brown was just as elusive as Barry Sanders. Maybe not as athletic as Barry Sanders. Right. But that doesn't make Barry Sanders better than Jim Brown. And if you ask Barry Sanders who was better, him or Jim Brown, he will tell you Jim, Jim Brown. Right. So it, it's just ridiculous, uh, absolutely ridiculous. And the fact that he put LeBron James in the top three right now is ridiculous, right. too. That, and that's what I want to get to because not only did he have LeBron third, he had LeBron above Jordan, to be more specific. That's my biggest gripe about the whole list is that LeBron James in no way, shape, or form should have anything to My do. gripe was uh, having two tennis players in the top ten because, first of all, even though Serena Williams is is going to break all the women's records for championships. Right. She's probably ten. And, and I don't even think she's in the top ten. Uh, no. and, and, and by the way, Roger Federer, who has he beaten in the, the dominant years that he has been dominant? Rafael Nobody. Nadal? I mean, uh, he beat anybody. Look at Jokic. Pete Sampras, Jokic. Look at look at what Pete Sampras had to beat. Boris Becker and Andre uh, Agassi. Right. The, the talent that he had to go against. Agassi could probably make a claim on that list, too. Uh, absolutely. Pete Sampras could, too. I, I mean... I, I I beg to differ. Uh, uh, Serena Williams was not in the top ten, and either is Roger Federer. It, it's ridiculous. And the fact that he put no football players because football is a team sport. I could say that about a bunch of sports. And and to put LeBron Tiger Woods a team sport. And I, I if you put if you put Tiger Woods as number one, it's it's ridiculous because Tiger Woods is not even the best athlete in his sport. Jack Nicholas is still a better player than Tiger Woods is. He won more majors. So I don't what care. If Tiger beats his majors. But um, I don't think he's going to. He might golf. He can play till you're. He needs to win three more to beat it. Right. He's got another fifteen years. Uh, the the last person to win two uh, majors after the age of forty was Jack Nicholas, and he's won one. Tiger and I. I just don't see Tiger doing winning another three after the age of forty. So I don't think he's going to break Jack Nicholas's. Um, uh, wins record in a major, and that's why I don't think Tiger is better than Jack Nicholas. As much as Tiger has changed the game of uh, of uh, golf, so that's my argument, and 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 I'm going to stick with it. And I do not believe Tiger is the number one athlete of all time. And, and if you ask me, even Muhammad Ali, who was a great boxer and who changed the game of boxing, Mike Tyson he, deserves. He that wasn't. List. He wasn't. He was. I don't think he's a top ten athlete of all time. He, as far as the face of boxing and being a top athlete of the face of boxing, yes. But top athlete of his sport, no, he's not. 
I, I'm sorry, he's not. Joe oh, I Lewis. I, oh. I've said Joe Lewis. Uh, Joe Lewis did it at a time where he fought 25 rounds and he was dominant for 10 years at different weight classes. He, he was a special fighter. I, I, Joe Lewis did it at a time where boxing was completely different. And Mike Tyson anywhere near your list? Not in the top 10, but he's right outside of it. I, I would say Mike Tyson, top 20 athlete of all time. He's definitely up there. Absolutely. I didn't put – how about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? And, mm. you know, he should be – he could be close to top 10. He, I would say he's on the outskirts of it. Uh, Will, Will Chamberlain. Chamberlain. You know, there there were so many good athletes. Bill he says Russell. you can't argue that. But to put Tiger Woods on top of all these guys that were uh, have accomplished more than Tiger Woods has is ridiculous. And, and LeBron James, who I think will eventually be in the top 10 when he breaks all the records, and I believe he will in the next three or four years, he'll mm. break all the records. Then we could put LeBron James in the top 10, but he will not be third on that list it's it's ridiculous he's not so uh, unfortunately i know he's a lebron james fan and i like lebron too but uh, i'm not putting him ahead of jordan and i'm not putting him in the top three here's the top three i would put if you're going to put top three athletes that change their sport ruth jordan wayne gretzky you can put them all however way you want to mix it up you want to put Jordan one? I put Jordan one. I'll put Ruth two, and I put Gretzky three. Okay, that that's that's the way I would do it. I, I'm looking at guys that completely changed the game of their sport, and my, my, Michael Jordan changed his sport by his 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 will to win and not mm-hmm. want to lose. Mm-hmm. And Wayne Gretzky changed the sport because he changed the franchise of really when when the really um, bringing in different teams from different parts of the United States where nobody thought we're going to have hockey teams. Phoenix and now yep. Seattle's bringing teams. Franchises that nobody would have thought would be Vegas. built. You know, Vegas. Nobody would have thought that. Wayne Gretzky brought that to the NHL. Wayne Gretzky changed that. Changed the game like that. And right. as far as Babe Ruth, Babe Ruth saved baseball. He saved baseball. Right. So. You know what's interesting though? Because you don't even think Wayne Gretzky is the greatest hockey player. He is time. not. No. You think it's Lemieux. I do. In the time that he did it, the 12, 13 seasons that Lemieux did it before before really his cancer came and it really changed his life and he still came back and still dominated, Lemieux would have probably broken easily Gretzky's goal record, easily. And he scored the quickest 600 goals in NHL history. So uh, Lemieux is, to me... In what I saw, the dominance of a player that he was, the size, the ability to hit, he right. fought, speed. Well, that's Gordy Howe. I mean, his hands. I mean, he had great hands. I mean, the guy had everything. Uh, Wayne Gretzky uh, Wayne Gretzky was great. Mario Lemieux, I believe, was the greatest hockey player I've ever seen. Ever seen. You know, so. Gordy Howe's another guy that should yes. probably be on that list. Gordy Howe also played a lot more years than well, these sure. two guys did. They played, he played 30 years of the NHL. Right. Now they'll never get done again. No, never. Never. But. Not the way the league is. Yarmir Yager played a long time. Yeah, he Yager, he's probably he's still be playing. Long- he's still right. playing. He's playing overseas right now. He looks nice. He could still play in the NHL if he wants to. He just, you know, he doesn't want to. Tima Solani played a long time too. So yeah, but Yager at least, I mean, point wise, he fell off. But I don't think who Tima Tima's last year. He did very well too. Did he? Yeah, he did very well. Hmm. Tima Solani is one of the greatest, if not the greatest, Finnish player we'll ever see in our lifetime. Unless if this guy, Capo, Co, whatever his name is, Kako, the kid coming out this year, yeah, he, they think that he's 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 not he's not Timo Solani talent, but he's talented, you know. Timo Solani, what? I want Jack. Hughes. Yeah, Jack Hughes is going one. He's going. But the one. Devils might not need him. I think the Devils will either trade him to Vancouver or he's going one. 
no matter what, Jack Hughes is going one. And uh and Kaka Kaka is going um to the going to the Rangers. Who's he's gonna be a nice player, he's a franchise player. I don't know if he's he's like a Tavares type of player. You know what I mean? He's going to snipe. The Rangers need a sniper. He is a sniper. Okay. That's what he is. He's a sniper. He, he's a guy that's going to give you between 35 and 40 goals. He, not not his first three seasons, but you will see Kaka do that. And he's he's that type Him of player. Him and VC might be nice together. Hmm? Him and VC. I think they're going to trade VC. I hope not. Let's get into the NHL. You want to? Why not? I mean, we, we, could, we could talk about the draft all, all week next week. Right. Um, that's what I plan on doing. Yes. But, um,. So, obviously, me and you had, ironically, the same NHL finals. Yes. Which has been shot to shit. Yep. Um, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. But correct. it's good for the Islanders. If you ask me, the Islanders have... I the Hurricanes, the finals changed, though. I think it did, because I'll tell you why. Uh, right now, the Blue Jackets are going to probably face either Toronto or the Bruins. Well, Toronto's up 2 nothing right now in Game 5. All right, so if Toronto wins this series... It would be Toronto and the Blue Jackets. I think the Blue Jackets will win that series. I really do. If I'm the Islanders, I don't want to play the Blue Jackets either. I do. I think they match up better against the Blue Jackets. Actually, I think the Islanders match up more. Here's the thing. I think the Islanders match up very well against the Blue Jackets. They did very well against the Blue Jackets this year, even with their trades. They match up very well against Toronto because they, they out outplay Toronto in, in, That'd be funny. in three out of the four games that That'd they played. That'd be very funny. And... They, I, I, the team that I do not want to play is the Washington Capitals. They're they're big uh, yeah, and they're strong. They're, gonna, they're big and strong. Well, the Hurricanes the tr- tied the series yesterday. Game five tomorrow. And yep. game five's tomorrow. If the Hurricanes could win this game, I think the Hurricanes. If the Hurricanes get out, the Islanders would have home ice advantage throughout that series. And I think that the the. And I heard, by the way, any Islander fans out there, Boychuk is out for three to four weeks. Ooh. That's so a big loss. that's a big loss to their defense. But the Islanders, I think they're the way they play defense and the way Trot uh, really styles his defense. It, it's not a huge loss. It's it's a big loss, but it's not a huge loss. I think he's also kind fill, of a leader. No, no, I don't think he's the leader of that team. I, I think the defensive unit. I'm saying. I think it's Nick Letty. I think really? Nick Letty is more of the leader of the team, and I like uh, I like Pelic. I like I like what they're doing. It's funny, your partner in crime doesn't like Nick Letty at all. Who? Oh, Mikey C? Yeah. Yeah, Mikey C never liked Nick Letty, but Nick Letty's very talented, and you see what he's doing right now in the playoffs uh, when he gets the chance to do that. He's He's been very successful with Chicago, and he's being he's done very, very well in this series against uh, – um, oh, I'm sorry, I, I went blank over there, but the, he did very well against Pittsburgh. So, yeah. um, Do you think it could have just been bad coaching this whole time for the Islanders? Yes. I think coaching and goaltending. Go from bad to good. Goaltending. Right, your goaltending has been shot, but – but uh, coach, Leonard, mean, get, Leonard has been fantastic. I like Leonard. Even yeah. in Buffalo, I like Leonard. He's fantastic. And, and Grice um, wasn't bad. No. And, and Grice, Grice is going to start somewhere else. Grice will be there for, with the Islanders one more year. The The Islanders have one more year left with Grice, and they're going to sign Leonard for another three years. They're going to give him a three-year contract after this year. I believe that they have the money to do it. And they're not going to have to pay him a ton of money, but they'll pay him some money, $4 million a year, which is not bad for a goalie that uh, was only making like uh, $1.5 going into the season but but are you worried about him having a letdown next year no i i don't i think he, i think he figured this uh his change of his career and his fixing up his life has really changed everything i think it was all uh drugs Buffalo. and and, right. and the stuff that he was going through family wise and and stress and depression i think he's figured it out i really do i i but 
I don't think he's the future goaltender for the Islanders. I I, I think the kid from Russia, um, right. Sozorkin, who will be who will be up after next year. Uh, the Islanders will his contract will be up in the KHL, and I think the Islanders will sign him, and he will be the future goaltender of the New York Islanders. So you, you bring in Lanner for three years. Grice will be gone after next year's season, and then you have Suzorkin to sit right behind Lanner for one more year, and then Suzorkin takes over, and Lanner will be the backup. So I think the Islanders put themselves in good, and Lou's really put himself in a good position, and, and maybe they get Panera, maybe they get somebody in the offseason, or Duchesne to help mm. them out offensively. And, mm. and it could solidify. The Islanders are one or two players away from being a Stanley Cup competitive team for many, many years. The Islanders have a great farm system. Their farm system is low. But you've always had a good farm system. Well, after last year's draft, and I was at last year's draft for yeah. us, uh, they had the best draft last year. They had they drafted Oliver Wallstrom at number 11, mm-hmm. and Noah Dobson, both guys were compared to be top five picks, and they, they fell all the way to the Islanders. The uh, the a lot of people thought the Rangers should have drafted Oliver Wallstrom. Yes, me they, and Speedy agree. And they decided to go with the Russian kid that they signed uh, um, a couple of days ago. And um, the Islanders drafted Bodie Wild in in the second round, which everybody thought was a top 15 pick. He fell out because of personal reasons. A lot of people think he's going to be a big-time defenseman in the league. Athletic ability is off the charts. Yeah. So, um, big? Big, strong, fast, and has a great shot. Um, Brent Burns. Compare his game to Al McGinnis. So, mm. um, Does he fight, though? He's strong. He's mean. Okay. So, And uh, the Islanders had a good draft last year, and they still have Kiefer Bellows, who will be coming up next year. So a very high-praised draft pick a couple of years ago from the New York Islanders organization. So uh, the Islanders have a very good farm system. So they have a lot... They they can decide to do, but the Islanders are in a good situation right now. I think the going into this next series, if I were the Islanders, I want to play the Hurricanes. I want to I, oh, I match up agreed. better against the Hurricanes. Not a matchup wise. I just think that you should want Washington's the bigger. The Washington is big, and I I worry about the Islanders because they're not as Tom big. Wilson's a mismatch for everybody. Yeah, he's just a they're just a big team, and even though Barry Trotz knows that team because it was his team that right. won the Stanley Cup, uh, built the team. Basically. He built the team practically, and he knows how the team plays. And the coach, the assisting the coach that's a team right now, he was his assistant coach yep. last year, so he knows how they play their game. I just think that they would probably rather play the Hurricanes. I think it they match up better against the Hurricanes. Um, as far as you know, the other, I think the Islanders now that Tampa is out have the best chance. If they can get out of the next series, I think the Islanders go to the Stanley Cup. I really do believe it. Whoever well, comes out of that series with the, I don't want to play the Bruins. I do not want to play, play Bru- the Bruins. Are the team that have killed the Islanders all season? It's a completely well, they're mismatch. They're down three-two in the series. It looks like because they got two minutes to score two goals. All right. So if if Toronto wins that, they help the Islanders too. So the Blue Jackets help the Islanders because the Islanders did not play well against Tampa this year, and they didn't match up very well against Tampa this year. And I think the blue, the fact that uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs knock off the Bruins, they didn't match up very well against the Bruins this year. So the Islanders have a very good chance to have a pretty good way to the NHL Finals and and the Stanley Cup Finals. So, so here's the thing, right? Uh, the Avalanche look to wrap that up tonight too as they go to Calgary. Calgary, unbelievable. What they're doing, Colorado, what they're doing. Well, they've always had the offensive talent. I didn't think their goalie was any good. Well, it, the fact that every a lot of people picked Calgary because they were the hottest team going into the playoffs. Ah. 
Flames, hot. Uh, Got it. Good job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, they look like they might might be knocked out. All these hot teams, Tampa. Tampa Bay was white hot. Yeah, all these hot teams where everybody thought they were going to go. Speed's Pittsburgh, gonna tell you Pittsburgh got hot at the end of the season too. They played hot. They squeaked right in. Everybody thought they were going to make a run. They got knocked out. Right. But the talent. The Islanders were hot. Going no, into the playoffs too. no, they weren't. They, they were back and forth. The Islanders really at the end of the season were back and forth. They were fluttering. But uh, I, I, I trusted in Barry Trotz, and I trust what Barry Trotz is teaching these kids, and they're young. The Islanders are still a very young team and mm-hmm. a building team. And I, I, the Islanders are going to be good for many, many years to come. With, with Lou Lamorello there and Barry Trotz running that team and that organization, they're going to be good for many, many years to come. They have a lot of talent. So uh, I like where the Islanders are as far as the Western Conference. Uh, what well, did the you, Western Conference is now the favorite to me to win the finals. Really? Yeah. I, I think there's only one team in the East. Now, obviously, I was wrong about Tampa Bay and the Islanders, so whatever. But I think that Vegas is scary just because of last year. And you want to talk about defensive goaltending. That's what Vegas is. Um, Nashville, to me, is the best team left. Mm -hmm. I like Nashville. I picked Nashville to go to the finals. And uh, their goaltending. We agree. It's their goaltending. Well, right. Pecorene, I don't think, is going to play again. I think that they're going to let Soros go from this point on. What do you mean? I think that you're going to see Sorrow start. I don't think Pecorino is going to start. Why do you say that? I just think that if you, they need a spark, and I think Pecorino is not providing that spark. I think that a young goaltender like that, and he's got experience because he's, he's been Pecorini's on the team. has been one of the most dominant goaltenders Agreed. in the last five years in the playoffs. I, I do not believe they're going to do that. I don't know. They did, Tampa Bay did it with Bishop and um, Bishop Vasilevsky, yeah, and it worked Bishop, out well for Tampa Bay. Bishop is different. It, it's it's different. This is a this is a different beast. You, and, you need you need a spark. You need you need something because Dallas has outplayed you now. You could argue every game of the series, and you're lucky it's two two. You can make that argument. I don't know. I don't think it's Pecorini that's doing it. I, I think it has a lot to do with their offense. They're not scoring a lot of goals. They're not. And, They're not. And the they whole have, team's playing bad. Yeah. And, That's why I said you need a spark. And they'll beat Dallas. I, I'm more worried about uh, – how about Winnipeg? I like Winnipeg. Yeah. I like Winnipeg a lot. They're in trouble, obviously, because mm-hmm. Monday could be the end of their season. Mm-hmm. But I, I like Winnipeg a lot. Very surprising in the Western Conference. The fact that the Predators are 2-2 with Dallas, I didn't expect right. that. Winnipeg uh, losing right Winnipeg now to St. Louis. Easy. Yeah, especially I what they did in the playoffs last year. Right. I'm very surprised. Calgary, as hot as they were, everybody were picking them to go to the finals. Well, they were an Colorado. team. Colorado. And how about, how about San Jose, which probably some people say the second most talented team in the NHL. They're getting their butts whipped by I, Vegas. I picked Vegas. I picked Vegas. But the thing about Vegas is – I picked Vegas too to come out of that I series. think that they're – I picked Vegas, Calgary – Winnipeg and and the Predators. Right. I had the Predators knocking off Winnipeg, and I had uh, Vegas knocking off Calgary, and then Vegas losing against the Predators. Agreed. And the Predators, I have the same Western Conference. Yeah, and the Predators go to the Stanley Cup and lose against Tampa, which that was wrong. Right. So, well, we maybe it's the Islanders. Maybe we see the Islanders knock off one of these teams. I, here's the thing about hockey playoffs, and I I think goaltending, hot goaltending. Fa- well, hot goaltending, but I think anyone can admit this. Yes. Outside of March Madness, because it's a, it's a shoot it's fi- shooting fish in a barrel. The NHL playoffs are the hardest thing to predict. You can't. Period. Because you you don't expect the, the heroes in the NHL. You Fourth wanna, line guys. Look, look at Eberle. Eberle 
couldn't score a goal when he played in Edmonton in the playoffs. They he gave has, up on him. Yeah, he had he had four goals in, in, in back to back to back to back uh, games and and practically helped the Islanders win that series. And he's you the first Islander. He's, the he, he's and he's he's the first Islander to win to score back to back four back to back games of goals Ooh. and and get them into the second round. So Boston scored. Right. Boston might score in 44 seconds. We'll see. That game, that game could go to overtime. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't Anyways. think so either, but it could happen. Anyways, uh, I just I, I look at I, I look at uh, the NHL. It's it's going to be fun. How about the NBA? What do you think about the NBA? The NBA. Here's the thing about the NBA, right? You know um, who's going to win? It's very boring. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very. I like it. I think it's fun. It. I don't want to watch the Golden State series, even though Clipper, the Clippers won the game too. I don't know if – I think it was you that said this because I've been yes. mocking it now for about yes. a week. Um, what? You said the ratings are down by like 3%. It is. Because LeBron's not in it? Absolutely. Load of bull crap. It has nothing to do with LeBron at all. I think it does. It has to do with the fact that I think everyone and their mother picked Golden State to win the NBA Finals in December. Well, it'd be more that. interesting if LeBron was in the Western Conference and they were anywhere good with the Lakers because then they can compete against the Golden State Warriors and you think somebody would knock them off. I'm telling you, it's LeBron James. LeBron would have won the first-round matchup regardless. No, of I'm guy. just saying if, if da- Anthony Davis was there and LeBron was there and let's say they had, I don't know, uh, Kemba Walker. Yeah, you have those guys. I like Kemba Walker a lot. You know, He's you the have, most disrespect player in the league. If you have Kemba Walker. Well, Kemba Walker is my favorite NBA player. Really? He is my favorite NBA player, yes. Why? I just always liked him. I followed him when he came from high school in the Bronx, went to UConn, won the national championship, got drafted. Get the game-winning shot. Yeah, dude, I, I, I'm I a Kemba Walker fan. I, I don't want him on the Knicks because I, I don't want him. I, Why? He's a better I, point guard than whoever's there now. I, I think if they want to win a championship, you, you got you to gotta shoot heavily for the, the hips and you go after Kyrie Irving. If you can get him, you get him. Well, if you can't, Kemba Walker. So, well, I think everyone – here's the thing about Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker is either going to stay in Charlotte or he's going to wait out to see where Kyrie goes and then get overpaid by somebody. Kemba's going to the Brooklyn Nets. Ooh. That's where I think he's going. So what do you do with D'Angelo Russell? D'Angelo Russell is going to be put to the two. I think that's where he fits. Remember, when he played in college, he was a two. He wasn't the point oh, guard. Right. He, he's more of a two. He's a good shooter. He is, he's a good outfit. I, I would put – that would probably want to be one of the best backcourts in basketball. I think in, he's overrated. In basketball. I, I – who, cannot Russell? stand. Yeah, I think to he's a good player. I think he's a good player. I, I don't he's know if he's. Right. I don't. I don't think he's the a Lakers superstar. Screwed up, but yeah, they, they did. They ever did. They ever. That was Magic Johnson's fault. That was well, big time Magic well, Johnson. Well, here's fault. the thing. If you want to do this, so right, the Lakers gave up on D'Angelo Russell for Lonzo, who I said Lonzo is overrated because he's not even better than Ben Simmons. And now look what Ben Simmons' problem is. Ben Simmons can't score outside ten feet. Forget shoot. He can't score. He's still dominant. He's right. still dominant. He's uh, he's dominant in the LeBron aspect of being able to com- m- manipulate the floor and get the ball where it should go. And that's why – why did you think they beat the Brooklyn Nets yesterday? It, it was Ben Simmons, 11 for – what was he, 11 for 17 or something? He's efficient. I'm not saying that, but he can't shoot. No, and you want to know something? Sometimes you don't need to shoot. If you want to be – you could still be a dominant player and not need to shoot. You can dominate the paint the way he does, the speed and his ability and his size – uh, the guy's built like an ox. If he ever learns how to shoot somewhat, you see, that's the difference. I, Zion Williams can shoot. He can when he wants to shoot. Right. He can shoot. Uh, I, I hate, like Zion. Uh, I, do. I like Zion a listen, lot. Listen, if Zion goes to the Knicks, uh, I think the Knicks are going to get themselves 
a LeBron James esque type of player. That's the type of player that he's going to be. I, Does I think he have it, the floor generalness though for that. I think he will learn the floor generalness. I think he's going to. He's a leader. He could pass. He's a very good passer. Yeah, I think great hands. I think his passing is actually uh, underrated. Uh, he's very good hands, and he can shoot. He showed that he can shoot in the, in a tournament. I, I the only problem that I think Zion is going to have a problem with is he's got to work on his foul shooting. LeBron did too. And, Still has to. Yeah. Um, and I think that if he works, he works a little bit on his three-point shooting. I think the guy's going to be unstoppable in the league. I, I think he's LeBron esque, and and I think that's the type of player that he's going to be in the league. I just don't think he's the Knicks are going to get the one pick, and it's unfortunate. I I, I think the Knicks Cleveland's going to get it. Oh, I think Cleveland will get the one pick, and I think the Knicks will get the two pick, and they'll get John Morant. That's what I think is going to. You want Morant over Barrett? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Barrett, I think Barrett, I think Barrett's a better. Three-way player than he is. I want John Morant. I want. I want the guy he, that I'm not saying he's a bad talent. athletic ability. Athletic ability. I want the guy that's so athletic that can completely change the game. Change the game. So you're gonna take Russell Westbrook over Steph Curry? Yes, is what I'm hearing. Okay. What, what were you talking about? R.J. Barrett? R.J. Barrett's not Steph. Curry. Well, no, but he's the better shooter, and John Morant's the more. Yeah, but John, John Morant's a pretty good shooter. He's not. No, a bad I'm not shooter. saying that, and the, I don't think either Westbrook or. Actually, Curry I think John Moran actually had a better shooting percentage, didn't he? I think he had a better shooting percentage than maybe. Uh, RJ, RJ Barrett. Barrett took a lot of bad shots last year, right, that, and that's the problem. And he can't it hit is. a foul shot. He can't hit a foul shot in a big game. I, I agree. There are problems. John there. Moran can. With every prospect you're going to find. I, I like John Moran. For, first of all, I think that this this is a top five heavy draft. Right. Where I think after that top five, though, I don't want to hear a single I, player no. be mentioned. I think the top five, uh, three or four of them, could be superstars in the league. Sure. So I. I, I the I, NBA drafts the biggest joke there is. Ja Morant, if, if you can't get Zion, I want Ja. That, that's who I want. It's one or the other. It, ja Rule? Ja Rule. That's who I want because he'll rule New York. So, I want I want royalties uh, for that nickname right now. Ja Rule. Ja Rule. Anyways. Yes, anyway. Um, so, mm-hmm. here's the thing, right? Oklahoma City's probably going to annihilate the Portland Trailblazers right now anyway. It's crazy, right? What, Westbrook? No, Portland. Uh, uh, Portland. Not really. They Port- didn't re- they haven't done anything yet. Portland's up 2-0 against Yeah, but all they did was maintain home court. Yeah, right? but hey, listen, Portland's for real, man. And I like they lost, Portland. They lost their big man, too. If uh, they would have had Nurchic, I have this thing going different. But I think that the best three players They could compete with Oklahoma Golden State City. with Nurchic. I, I think, athletically, I think they can. I don't know if they beat them. Yeah, let's do this. Yes. So... I'll. I want your insight because obviously I don't have enough time to watch everyone's show on this network. Mm-hmm. Uh, Golden State Clippers. I'm assuming you pick Golden State. Golden State. Nuggets. Spurs. Um, Nuggets. Spurs. I picked the Nuggets. Mm, I disagreed. I had San Antonio. I think the Nuggets are that team that always gets hot and have a good year and then fall apart in the playoffs. I, 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 I just like their athletic ability and I, they're very underrated in the backcourt. No, they, they probably have the best offensive backcourt in the league. Yeah. Gary I, I, Harris and um, – I, li- I like what they have. I like their who's team. Who's the other guy? There's Gary Harris and then who's the two – Barton? Yep. Uh, Oklahoma City, Portland, I'm assuming you had. I had Portland. Oh, really? I had Portland. Even though you could argue three of the top five players for Oklahoma City? Yep. And a player-driven – I took right. Portland, yeah. Right, I, I I thought Portland got screwed. I th- I would have liked Portland against Houston more, or um, who else did I want them to get? 
Utah. I think Portland should have gone for Utah. They I tried had I had Portland. I I wasn't beating around the bush on that. I had Portland. I like Damian Lillard. I like McCollum. I think they're very oh, Lillard, athletic. Lillard and Kemba, I just said, were the most underrated players in basketball. <laughs> Damian Lillard's a beast, man. Damian Lillard should be mentioned as one of the best players in should, basketball. He should be a net. <laughs> well. <laughs> that's a whole nother story. It is. A Billy story. King. Another stupid Billy King move. But well. That's another story. It is a different story. Yeah. And then this one to me was really unfair for Utah, the Rockets against the Jazz. Uh-huh. I'm assuming you had the Houston Rockets. Houston Rockets. Yeah. Now, here's the thing that I want to get to. If things hold as true, mm-hmm. you got Golden State-Houston next round. Yes. I personally think it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you think. I'm just saying. Good job. Mm-hmm. Did you tell me you met the Rock? No, it no. wasn't you that told me that. No. Uh, all right. I don't really – I just – I used to watch wrestling at no, I some know. points in my life. No, mm-hmm. I know. You've, you, you're you pretty open about that yeah. you watch wrestling and then stop. I stopped when um, St- Stone Cold Steve Austin decided to be um, Vince McMahon's bitch. So that was it. Oh, 17. Yeah. Ah. 17, 2017? No. No, no, no. WrestleMania 17. Yes. I when he shook his hand and then kicked the crap out of the rock. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that so, was no, that was pretty much. I, I was done. Because you just. I just, why? I just thought it was stupid. No, oh. no, I agree with you. I, I, but it's Chris heel turn ever. Singing, singing. Oh, to the Kurt man. Angle bit. Yeah, just it's stupid. Dun, 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 dun. Ah, it's, it's stupid. Funny. But no, they they have to appeal to a younger generation now. Yeah, unfortunately. But, yeah, people like you and me are afterthoughts. Uh huh. But uh, so do you p- think Golden State's gonna mop through the finals? Because I, I don't think no. Any, I don't. Oh. I think Houston will give them give them a challenge. I think Houston will lose in seven games. Oh. Yeah. I think they'll they'll find a way offensively. Who's gonna to cover Durant? Well, I think they're gonna defend uh, they're gonna they're gonna I wouldn't say they're gonna zone, but they're gonna try to bring up and, and double team up on the top of the Key. Top of the keys and make them beat them in the paint. I think that's and now that Demarcus Cousins is gone, they're right. gonna have problems doing that. And, and Clint Capella is probably gonna get a double twenty twenty performance. Yes, at least three or four. Games. And I, I could see Capella trying to defend Kevin Durant, not very well, but he'll be able to somewhat keep. Up I wouldn't say that his athleticism and he's his talented. length could do that. Yeah, he's talented. Now the problem is, is that you gotta match up for somebody else because Harden can't def- defend Steph. I don't think. At all. Yeah, and, and and Steph can't defend Harden. Well, so, well, Clay's who's a better gonna, offensive Clay's player? Clay's gonna defend Harden. If I'm Steve Kerr, you gotta put Clay on Harden and let Curry and Chris, Chris Paul is not the athletic guy that he used to be. He's injury prone. I put Chris Paul on Steph. I, I would. Uh, that's what I would do. And, and and so you don't want his offensive presence. You're just gonna say, hey, listen, your job is to shut down Steph and let Harden just run the and, offense. And I think he will. I think he's a very good defender. and He's and Chris, still a solid defender. Chris Paul just needs to stay healthy. If he stays healthy, it'll be a very interesting match, him and, them and Houston. So it's going to be fun. I, listen. No, that, that's the matchup I'm waiting for. Yes, and that would be next round. It would be next round. It's mm-hmm. a shame it won't be the Western Conference Finals, but whatever. Is there a shot the East even wins the finals this year? There's only two teams I can see do it, Boston and Milwaukee. That's it. 
I don't think Milwaukee is capable of doing that, and I think Boston stinks, man. I think Boston is highly. They're ordered. actually trailing right now. Hold on, I think it's fifty-nine. They're playing 64. Indianapolis. They're playing Indiana. Indiana. They lost their best player early in the season. That's right. why uh, I, I think right Boston would not be took. leading two games to none if if what's his name again Oladipo Oladipo was in this series. I just I I like Bondanovich. I really do, and I think Sabonis was a steal. Oh, huge! Oh, steal. For Paul George, and Paul George is so, slowly showing why they made that trade. So Paul George had a fantastic season. Right. Fantastic. That's probably the best he's ever played, period. Yeah. He had a fantastic season with Russ. But I think they're going to get knocked out in the first round. I just think Portland's going to surprise a lot of people with they're their talent. They're up right now, 8-7. Yeah. Portland's fun, and they're fun to watch. They are fun to watch. So, Damian Lillard hasn't scored a point yet. They're fun, and they're athletic, and they, they're still missing their best their best big man. So. Well, right. So. And they're deep, though. They are a deep team, if you look mm. at it. Yeah, they're all drafted. Hood, Gary Trent Jr., all of Evan them drafted, Trent. except you know a couple of guys like Rodney Hood. I mean, he wasn't drafted by them, but most of the guys that they have on their on their team were drafted. So, the thing with Oklahoma City is is that they are outside of Russell, George, and Stephen Adams. They don't have a score. Mm-hmm. They're shorter to me. It's too inconsistent to be your fourth best player. As far as some baseball. And I know a lot of people out there, a.k.a. Tampa, the Tampa Softball League, they <laughs> want to know what our thoughts about the New York Yankees. But before we get into the Yankees, the New York Mets, um, sad story today. I mean, bad news for Met fans out there. We don't they know. are up 4 nothing right now. Before yeah, you. but they a uh, story coming out that uh, Jacob DeGrom was throwing yesterday and felt pain in his elbow. He was sent home for an MRI. Yep. To New York, which is bad news for the New York Mets, which means that uh, usually when you hear stories like that, it's not good. No. So. Um, this just came out, too. The Jets are determined to trade down to recoup a second-round pick. Well, good luck on that. That's not going to happen. The Jets aren't trading down. They're just saying that, so I'm telling you. Don't believe any of – don't believe what you hear. There's not going to be a single – the first five picks, I think, are set in stone. Yeah, I don't believe any of those unless stories. Di- unless Tampa Bay trades. The Jets out. are trying to do anything they can to draw people to give them what they want. If the Jets get a ridiculous offer, a ridiculous offer, they're not going to just get a two for for to move down to to move all the way to the third pick. I I just don't see it, and I I think it's a big mistake for the Jets if they decide to trade down. I think it's a big mistake. They do that, they're making a big mistake. To get back to your DeGrom point, though, apparently Brody Van Wigenen, and again, I would take this with a grain of salt, too. Apparently, Jacob DeGrom's arm feels significantly better. I don't believe that for a second. That's putting out, that's putting out smoke before the fire starts. Mm. That's all that is. Jacob DeGrom's going to go down a few days. Because remember, the Yankees said Severino was no big thing. I got news for it. Severino's not going to pitch a game this year. Hmm. Interesting. I, I don't buy it. Yeah, and the I, Jets are interested in um, Frank Clark. Did you hear about that? I know that Seattle's trying to trade Frank Clark. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Jets are a good fit for him, though. Well, and again, Seattle should want picks. The Jets shouldn't give up any NFL-ready player. Well, the Jets would be crazy giving up the third pick. Frank Clark. For Frank Clark. If they do that, the, even He's though Frank even, Clark he doesn't is, fit. He's not a need that you have. 
He's a pass rusher. Right, but he's not an edge rusher. No, but he's a pass rusher. He got 13 sacks last year. He's a he's a beast. And he's also not signed. He's got the franchise tag, which you'd have to pay him, sure. But what if he doesn't pan out and you let him walk and you gave up a third round, a third overall pick? They're not going to do that uh, unless Seattle gives him Clark their first this year and their second this year and their second next year. That's the only way they they'll do that. And I see the Jets settling for less though. If I'm Seattle and I'm giving you up all that, you're going to give me one of your third rounders too. Let me read this. According to Tony Pauline of the draft, the Jets tried to acquire Clark earlier this offseason and may be looking to do so again in the NFL draft. Pauline notes that the New York Jets was originally hoping that the pass rusher would hit free agency, but Mm -hmm. because Seattle placed him franchise tag, the Jets will have to trade for him in the offseason, blah, 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 blah. The Jets don't have much. We signed Mosley. You signed both. As the um, as the best they can offer outside of the number three selection is the two third round picks. Hey, listen, if the Jets could tra- if the Jets can get Clark for both thirds, that's for a both steal. thirds, if they can get Clark for both thirds, they that's don't have to. Next year. They don't have to draft Josh Allen. They could draft an offensive lineman at three. They could draft that kid from Florida. Get the left tackle. Taylor. Get get Taylor at three. Solidify your offensive line. Right. And then you you have Clark, you have your pass rusher, you have you have the right. guy that can get to the quarterback inside, and that's how you beat Tom Brady on the inside. Right. And uh, which is great news for the Giants because that means Josh Allen could Quinn be there. Williams or Josh Allen's going to fall at six. Yes. And so if I'm if you're a Giants fan, you want that trade to happen too. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I could see an offensive tackle going as high as three in this draft. A lot of people I saw a lot of drafts that uh, the Jets. A lot of people had the Jets what? drafting Taylor. Here's the thing. I'll ask you this because mm-hmm. you said you need a secondary. Why? What if you take Murphy or Greedy Williams at three? I don't think the Jets will. Greedy Williams is a great player. I don't think he's a top three pick. But I, I don't. I I get that point. Obviously, there's the Josh Allen's, the Gary, uh, the Rashawn Gary's, the uh, Montez Sweats, the Devin Whites of the world. I'd I like to that. see this. I'd like to see this. You give up your two third picks for Clark. You're gonna have to give up a pick, and then dr- then trade down at three. And try to get a fir- get a mid first round draft pick, so you can get maybe a Greedy Williams if that's what you want, or offensive lineman right. in the middle of the draft. Washington, yeah, I see Washington. Yeah, and then you get a couple of seconds, and a couple of seconds for the next couple of years, and maybe a first. If if Washington moves for fifteen to three, you're gonna have to give up two first round draft picks and two seconds. Yeah. To, to, to move up there, possibly move, and, and 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 the Jets could absolutely get the player, you know, get the player that they need to fill in the spot. They get the pass rusher, and they're happy. But I don't, I still don't think the Jets are trading out of that pick. I, I just well, the Frank Clark trade would obviously have to happen first. Yeah. This is not going to be a well. Maybe they trade. maybe they dra- maybe they trade for Frank Clark and still dra- draft uh, Josh Allen. I mean, they could do that. They could if you're going to run three four. They 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 could have Clark. Leonard Williams uh, up front, Henry and then you Anderson have go on the inside. Henry Anderson, yep, and then you have uh, Allen, Allen coming on the outside. Yeah, I mean that would be scary. You know, so plus New England just lost Trent Brown, who whatever you want to say is fine. They have Isaiah Winston, and it but. seems like this story is is true. I mean, uh, rumors that the twenty five year old does not want to play out 
the 2019 season on a franchise tag, and the Jets have the money. So They do have the money. But do you really want to put that much money on a defensive front? Well, they have twenty six or twenty seven million coming off the board next year. Who? What? They have a couple of players that are going to be free agents next year. The Jets have like twenty five or twenty six million coming off the board next year. You not resign any of those guys? I don't think so. I think they're going to. Claiborne's dra- probably gone. Yeah. At this point, Claiborne is gone. Oh, they drafted. They, they traded. Um, they signed the kid from the Atlanta Atlanta Falcons for their slot defense. Uh, for Coleman. This, yeah. I like him. I thought Coleman went to Detroit. No. Coleman went to the Jets, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. New York Jets. Tevin Coleman went to San Francisco. Cornerbacks. 2019. I'm trying to get the number. I know they... But while Errol figures that out, I will... Bring up the Yankees real fast. Uh, they won just now 6-2. to two. CC pitched on the good start. Um, shutout, actually. Five innings. Here's the thing about um, the New York Yankees that really is starting to bother me. They're not in trouble. They're, they're not. They're not in trouble at all as far as, uh, you know, a third of their team literally being on the disabled list or IR list or whatever the hell baseball wants to call it now. Brett Garner's getting hot. That's good. Um, my main concern is that when these guys come back, Mike Talkman's going to probably not even be on the roster. They can't field a simple ground ball. Brian game. Poole. That's who they Brian signed. Poole. Brian Poole. He's all right. He's okay. He, he's, a, he's a guy that can blitz the quarterback, and that's what they're going to use. They're gonna oh, use Greg him. Williams loves yeah, guys like that. That's, that's the type of guy but that But Tremaine they, Johnson's going to have to learn how to rap. Uh-huh. Because he doesn't like cornerbacks that whiff on tackles. So they brought I'll tell you him that in. right now. They also brought in Daniel Brown, the tight end. So yeah. well, he's probably not going to be. Jamison Crowder was a nice pickup. For no, the I like Jamison Crowder. I, I, I thought Jamison Crowder should have been the highest paid receiver this year. I, th- I think it was a great move. Agent. I think it was a great move for the it Jets. Was. He's he's going to help. He's going to help Sam, and he's only twenty five years old. Yeah, he's young. He's, he's a young. baby. I, th- I thought Washington would have done whatever to keep him. Considering you have no quarterback. Or, well, Keenum is not going to be. No, they're drafting a quarterback, or they're going after Josh Rosen. I think Josh Rosen, if as anywhere if Josh Rosen. If I'm Washington, in, I draft Haskins, and I just let it go. I trade for Josh Rosen's Rosen. Rosen's is better. I agree with you on that part. I trade, I trade for Rosen, because I think Rosen. You don't, you don't know how Josh Rosen's going to react to being given up on. You, you don't know. You have no idea. Ah. Uh, I think that knowing that team, that they'll probably be willing to give up a first round draft pick next year for Josh. Oh, it's going to take more than that to get Josh Rosen. Yeah. No, One, uh, if they get a first round draft pick, if, if I think the Giants will be willing to give up their first round draft pick next year, not this year. <sighs> so you, you're going to have. That's interesting. That's interesting because uh, uh, next year I think the Giants are going to be close. The Giants are not far away. They're really not. The offense outside of quarterback, I think it's pretty much set. The offensive line set, the running back set. You I don't got like their receiving Shepard. core now. Don't? I don't. Sterling Shepard's good. Sterling Shepard's all right. He's. I like, don't know if he could do it, uh, be the number one guy on the outside. Uh, Evan Ingram's probably going to move to the outside with him. Evan Ingram's a wide receiver that just plays tight end. 
So I'm all right with their options. It, and Saquon Barkley is going to be the focal point of the op. They're going to go back to a ground-and-pound football team. Yes. The defense is atrocious. And that's why I think in the first round they're going to draft two defensive players. Uh, they, I hope that, uh, they have That's to. what they're going to do, and I think in the second round they're drafting the quarterback. That's what I think. And that's why I think Will Greer will be sitting there at, at 36, 38. Wherever New England could screw that up. Yeah, I think New England's going to draft a quarterback. I think they will because they need they need a guy that's going to sit behind Tom for the next two years, learn the offense so they can squeak him in. Don't be surprised if Rosen ends there. Ah, uh, that's that's that, another that's, thing. That's that's another thing that Rosen's I've been hearing. Rosen's the wild card in this draft, and I to be honest with you, if I have a list of the top five quarterbacks of this year's draft, I put Rosen above all five of them. I think Josh Rosen's more physically talented. And all five quarterbacks coming out right now. I would put Kyler Murray first. I, I, because I, of his playmaker. But yeah. not as a pure quarterback, no, you wouldn't. No, I would put Josh Rosen. Yep. So, And Haskins is good, too. He's a pure quarterback, he is. too. Uh, Haskins scares me because I don't know. I have a feeling he's going to fall know. out of the top 15. I think the Giants have a very good chance to get a Julian Haskins. Could you imagine that? Uh, the guy that everybody was talking about, people moving up to Six, get him at five. Right. And he falls all the way to 17, and the Giants get to draft him. That, that, that's a steal. That's a steal if you can get Dwayne Haskins at 17. A steal. A lot of people. I still wouldn't do it. I would. I mean, Boomer Esiason speaks very high praise on him, and Boomer's been right on every single quarterback he's talked about in the last three years. He said Sam was going to be good in the league. He said Josh Allen was going to be good. He said Baker was going to be good. And he also said, uh, um, uh, what's his name again from Kansas City? Um, Mahomes. Mahomes. He he spoke high praise of Mahomes. He says, you watch, this guy's going to be the best quarterback in the league in two years. And he was right, and so and he he loves Dwayne Haskins, loves him, so I just and he thinks that the Giants would be stupid not to draft him. So, uh, but uh, real quick, I know that you mentioned the Yankees. Um, mm-hmm. the, the thing that scares me about the Yankees is a your man, your manager, your whatever you want to call him in game facade. I don't care. He's. He's, to I know his you credit, don't like him. So. He's, I, I don't like him, but to his credit, right now, he has no choice but to make these gutsy calls as far as the lineup goes. Mm-hmm. Like Luke Voigt hitting third to me is just atrocious. That He's a good power hitter, but he's not a good number three hitter in any way, shape, or form. Uh, Glaber hitting fourth to me is a joke. Clint Frazier hitting seventh is a sixth is a joke. Uh, so this lineup is not good, and I get that. The bullpen. For a lineup that's depleted as bad as the Yankees, how they're scoring runs is is, is pretty amazing. It really no, is. No, it is. And when they can become fully healthy, you're going to It's going to be crazy what they're going to be. Yeah. They're going to be the best offensive team ever assembled. But I, the defense scares me to no end. It really does. You know what I love on this Yankee team? DJ LeMayu. DJ uh, LeMayu was a steal. He is his, he, is, steal. he is an absolute steal. He could possibly the way he's playing right now, I could I could see him winning the batting title in the American League this year. He could. He could. It, he it's, hits three twenty in his sleep. It, it's unbelievable. It and really he's a solid is. defender. It, it's really unbelievable what DJ LeMayu has done for the Yankees so far. And so. I've got news for you. Here's the thing. I, I don't think Andujar is coming back this year either. But you, I don't think start, so either. LeMahieu I don't think Savarino is either. No, I I wouldn't even risk it. I don't think Savarino or or Brown. But they got to pick up the phone. You need a pitcher. They you will absolutely need. They it. will. They'll make a move. I think it's the Yankees, gotta be Mad Bum. 
Has to be. He's I know you love him. I know you love him. There'll they, be other there'll be other guys available at the like trade. I, I don't know, but when teams are completely out of it, you're going to see that. Uh, or they think they're out of it in the month of July when there's no waiver. I think teams are going to say, you know what, I'm going to get rid of this guy because I can get this for him. You know. Well, and then they better hope the Nationals continue the pace they're on because Max Scherzer is going to be the guy. I've been saying Max Scherzer's a guy that I can see the Nationals trading now that they added Corbin. Corbin's a young guy. He's pitched very, very well. You can right. get you can get a couple of prospects for Max Scherzer at his age, and you know he's looking to win right now. I'd give up all top five Yankee prospects. I don't know without a blink up. of an eye. I wouldn't give up that much for Max Scherzer, who's thirty three years old, thirty four years old. I I, I think he's thirty five. He's he's old. I, he I, I you give up two. But his style doesn't. You give up two prospects. That's what you do. I'd give up the top two. No, though. you give up. Yeah, you give up two prospects. That's what you do. You give Floreal, who doesn't fit, and take your pick of the pitcher. I, I do not trade Floreal. I think Floreal is the future center fielder for that team. So I, what do you do with Clint Frazier? I, I think eventually Clint Frazier will be used in a trade. I, I really do. I like Clint. I like Clint. I, I like always it. liked him, but I. What you're seeing him do right now is. Amazing. He he's got a fast bat, but he he here's the thing. Average power. The problem with him is they worry about his fielding, and he gets a lot of concussions. He's in concussion, very very high in concussions. He barely played. He's been in the league for three years, and he's only played forty seven games or something like that. Well, the year they got him, they couldn't call him up because he wasn't on the forty man. Last year he was injury hurt, mm-hmm. but the year before that he played a good majority of the season. Forty seven games. It's not a lot, man. It's not. But right now, what you're seeing him do is proof that a Cleveland, Cleveland's the worst running franchise in baseball for what they traded. It's ridiculous. And look what the Yankees turned into that. They traded... Um, Miller and Chapman. Yep. Rick Glaber and Frazier. No, 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 no. They, they traded... Um, oh, what's Miller. his name again? The one that they traded for James Paxton. Um, uh, Sheffield. Sheffield and Frazier for Miller. That's what they got. Right. They got Sheffield. Another guy, another kid, but I don't yes. think he's relevant. Glaber for the Cubs, which Chapman. was a complete steal. Adam Warren came back. That was great. Yeah. The Yankees. Uh, the Yankees then traded too. traded Bill McKinney. Bill McKinney came in that too. Then they just got they James Paxton. They they got James Paxton for that trade out yep. of that trade. So they got J- Hap out of that trade too. Yeah. I mean the Yankees. Listen, Brian Cashman is a genius. He's been okay. He is. He's a genius. He's been. He's proven. Look at what he's done for the New York Yankees, and the fact that he is still the GM of that organization over all these years. And well, really at this point, it. he's got a job as long as he wants it because he's the one people think that knows Steinbrenner's breast. So Steinbrenner's breast. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping you'd let that go as soon as I said that. Oh, Steinbrenner's breast. I, said, I I screwed that up to the wrong guy. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know about screwing to the wrong guy. That's a little. So you know, you talk breast, and now I you're talking about scoring guys. Now, I, you know? I shot my shot. I know you shot. Now you're shooting your shot. You're all over the place tonight, man. But DJ Lemayu has been fantastic, fantastic for the Yankees. Absolutely. Three twenty-eight. Uh, I hope they don't trade him. They're not going to trade DJ Lemayu. DJ LeMayo is their third baseman for the rest of the season. They signed him for a two-year deal. Uh, Didi might come back sooner than expected, too. Yes. I'm in mid-July. I would wait on him, though. I would wait. I think they're fine. Tulowinski, I'm not surprised that he's hurt. I mean, who who was going to be surprised about that? 
I'm surprised it happened as soon. I thought he could have at least bridged the gap for somebody to come and then get hurt. Mm. It's interesting. It, it, it is. But Tulo will be back. Tulo will be back. Everybody will be back, but but uh, Miguel Andahar and Savarino, I think. Uh, Savarino has a better chance of coming back. He has a better chance. I, I think Duhar Miguel, might be out for next year, he, too. No, and Duhar. That injury is not. No, he's That's gonna. Not good. Yeah, he'll get a. He'll get. If the he surgery. gets surgery right now, he's not gonna pick up a bat till January. Yeah, so he'll right. probably be back sometime second June. Yeah, July. Right. Of next year. Right. That's fine. I, I, then he wouldn't be. Kind of, he might not even come back as a Yankee. I hate to tell you. Yeah. Oh, yes, he will. The Yankees aren't moving him. I don't know. The there were rumors back. about him being traded when he was useful. Yeah, but I don't think they're moving him. I don't. I, I hope not. But the oh, we're getting over. There. We're getting over the time, my friend. Man, Errol has to go home. His no, I got things to do. Man. His his sleeping pills are kicking in. Yeah. Um. So thank you, Errol Marks, for coming. Absolutely. I appreciate it. Um. The Tampa Bay game is a Tampa Bay game. The uh, Maple Leaf Bruin game is over. Mm-hmm. Maple Leafs won three two, and they look to wrap it up Monday. Mm-hmm. Just make sure you wrap it up on Monday, all right? Pop? I wrap it up all the time, man. <laughs> so, four. Well, I don't even have to wrap it up right now. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. Well, on that note, um, <laughs> who can top the Arrow Marks exit, huh? No, nobody can. No, unfortunately. Nobody. Can. nobody. Um, so, yeah. Nobody beats. The Mark? Damn, that's good. You're welcome. What? Nobody beats the mark. You're welcome. You don't use that. You're a fool. Nobody beats the mark? The mark. How about the marks? Are you really going to add an S to the end of my saying and say that and just take all the credit like that? All right. Are we done? (laughs) (laughs) He's going to use that somehow, some way. I guarantee it. That was pretty good. Yeah, well. Nobody beats the mark. Nobody beats the whiz? But you're not a whiz. I am a whiz. I like to whiz. I'm sure you like to whiz a lot of things. Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's life, you know? We fall off it. We swim. We fall sail. what? No. We fall off a lot of things. Paint chips. Well, that's what you eat. <laughs> <laughs> so for that now that everything's come full circle yes it, it's time to go home yes um so again um tuesday i don't know what i'm doing i have no idea wednesday i'll do the last mock draft because thursday we will uh be doing live draft coverage it appears that's gonna be a whole network thing which it'll be fun. crazy huh it'll a be lot fun. of people here are you coming no wow the head of the network won't come to my draft party. No, because I might be over there at the draft. Might be flying to Tennessee. Huh. Can I come? <laughs> <laughs> now he doesn't want to go to his own draft. <laughs> I'll phone in. I'll do the I'll ET do a show phone home. The draft. ET phone home? Uh, you're phone home, all right. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> But thank you, buddy. It's always fun when you're here. Um, you should come on more often. Yeah, well, I'm, I try. I try. No, you don't try. Yeah, I do. You avoid me. I do not avoid anybody. I avoid myself. You know. How do you do that? Mm. 
Hide. <laughs> How do you hide from yourself? You're going to be wherever you go. Well, I try to hide from my shadow, like Peter Pan. You're Peter Pan, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Except without the stockings. <laughs> oh. I meant you fly around with little boys. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't fly around any boys, so let me tell you. Don't you have nephews? Yes, I do. All right. Well, I don't fly around my little nephews. That sounds a little weird. You're I'm the one afraid. making it weird. You're the one with the sun flying around a little boy. <laughs> All right. Now it's weird. So anyway, yeah, he still does that. You know, you jackass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then he goes, uh, what do you call him? Booty Cooper? Still mentioned to this day. Booty Coop. Yeah. Booty Coop. Mm. Yeah. Who, who never comes on either. I haven't seen him in weeks. Yeah. Unfortunately. Mm. Mark mm-hmm. Salino. The booty coop. The booty coop. The mm. coop with A the booty. booty. Anyways, that's it. Yep, that is it. Uh, so, four L marks and the placement of Speedy Petey, who, let's just be honest, was not missed at all. Sorry, oh, stop. Speedy. Leave Speedy alone. <laughs> Always missed. Yeah, I, I missed him. Um, We'll be back Tuesday. We're the here every day. statistics in a neutral zone trap. I have to do this. <laughs> He doesn't fit the scheme. The schemes are just not right. I don't understand you guys. Why are you all over the place every time I I talk? I don't talk like that. I don't talk like that. Jeff, you. (laughs) Jeff. (laughs) Oh, Jeff. Oh, Jeff. (laughs) Sorry, Speedy. Uh, I'll deal with this on Tuesday. I guarantee it. There you go. But um, we bid you adieu here on the home stretch Mm. again. Uh, down on the wire. When are your shows again? I can't even keep up. With Monday yours. and below the mic on Thursday. Monday at six thirty to eight o'clock at uh, night. Down on the wire was Tuesday. No, it's Monday. I, I moved it to Tuesday over there because I had something to do. But oh. I will be here on Monday and oh, below the mic on Thursdays at ten thirty a uh, ten thirty a.m. p.m. p.m. That's what I meant. We well, do it goes have an a.m. show. Well, it does go to twelve thirty a.m. So. All right, good job. There you go. Good job. I didn't know you were good at math. Mm. So, uh, everyone, stay tuned. Monday, the haystack. Maybe he'll be here. Maybe he won't. Who the hell knows? Uh, Lord knows he doesn't know. <laughs> I know. I know his show sucks, but you don't have to do I that. I didn't say his show sucked. That's a fart. Oh. Oh, he's a turd. I don't know. Maybe? No, he is. Okay. So, he's a little turd. Yes. Well, he lost a lot of weight, so we'll say a little turd. Yes. He did okay. lose a lot of weight. He did. Uh, on accident. On accident. Yes. So we bid you adieu. See ya. You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.